On the Crimson Tide Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is a classic college game. Now to introduce today's game, here is the voice of the Tide, Eli Gold. Hi again, everybody, and welcome. I'm Eli Gold, and with the help of our partners at Learfield IMG College, we are digging through the Crimson Tide Sports Network archives for this classic rewind. Today, we'll take you back to October 24, 2009. The venue, Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa. The top-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide were hosting the Tennessee Volunteers that day. It was the 92nd meeting ever between these two bitter rivals. Despite being ranked number one in America, the Tide struggled to put the Volunteers away. The game had everything and then some. Pivotal fumbles, onside kick recoveries, and not one, but two blocked field goals. It was a day when Alabama, the undisputed heavyweight champion, kept getting up off the canvas to earn a win and preserve what turned out to be a national championship. Enjoy this classic college rewind a game that showed the world how champions always find a way to win. Roll Tide. And now we're set to play football. Chad Cunningham will be kicking to Alabama's two deep men. They are standing one behind the other. Javier Arenas going now on the split to the far side. Terry Grant to the near side. Chad Cunningham will either kick it hard left or sky it. And it's going to be a kick over the head of Baron Huber. No, he'll say fair catch, and he'll make the grab at the 21-yard line. So one of the up men, Baron Huber for Alabama, making the grab as the up man, and the Tide will start officially from their own 23-yard line. Mark Ingram in the backfield, 558 yards in his last three games. That is the highest three-game total in Alabama history. Number two is Bobby Humphrey. Wideouts, three to the left side. McElroy working in the shotgun. Now Marquise Mays comes in motion to the right of the formation. Here's the give, Ingram. They try and chase him from behind. They'll get him after a pickup of two to the 25-yard line. It'll be a second down and eight from there. Alabama starts off in the shotgun, and Tennessee goes directly to a man-free type of coverage. Man-to-man on the outside, free safety in the middle, trying to free eight men up in the box to defend the run game. Colin Peak comes out of the lineup with Michael Williams going in. Peak not particularly pleased. He comes to the sideline, doesn't look as though he's feeling 100% there. Here now is a uh, second down and eight from their own 25. McElroy gives to Ingram near side. The hole closes quickly. He gets a yard to the 26 as the blocking was broken up and Chris Walker came through to make a stop on that play. It'll be a third down and seven as Roy Upchurch now checks in for the Crimson Tide in the backfield. Well, third downs are going to be pivotal in this game to keep the sticks moving. Tennessee sets up a third and seven here, and this is where Greg McElroy has got to convert and get his confidence going for the rest of this football game. Mays wide to the near side. Hanks and Julio Jones wide left on a third and seven from their own 25. 
Showing blitz, the balls. Here they come off the left side. Man gets through, drills McElroy, and that is going to be an incomplete forward pass. Eric Berry, the man we talked about all pregame. You saw him getting set to come. Everybody in the ballpark knew he was coming, and Bama just couldn't quite pick him up. Yeah, Eric Berry playing the Javi Arenas position as that slot defender. He comes off the edge, unblocked, hits Greg McElroy from the backside. Bama fortunate that Greg's arm was going forward there for the incomplete pass. So now P.J. Fitzgerald punting it away to Dennis Rogan. Rogan, number four all-time kick returner in University of Tennessee history, standing back at his own 35. With the wind, P.J. skies this one. Rogan backpedals 24, 23, 22, 21. Gets the ball at the 21. Nothing to his left. He'll go to his right. Finds running room. He is tripped up as he crosses the 40 and goes forward to the 46-yard line after a 50-yard punt. And that's where the Volunteers will be starting. First and 10 from their own 46-yard line. Alabama and Tennessee. Our game day report card brought to you by the Lowe's Senior Class Award. Lowe's recognizes that today's students are tomorrow's leaders, and Lowe's is committed to supporting future generations. Visit Lowe's.com slash community for more information. Well, we've already seen it. Battle of field position. Bama starts off at their own 21, Tennessee at the 46, something to Both monitor. teams' headsets are now operational. You hear both teams' headsets are now operational, says referee Matt Austin. So all the coaches now put their headsets back on. We'll catch up after this play, Eli. The fans making a lot of noise as the balls have an empty backfield. Now they're going to shift and bring Kevin Cooper into the backfield with Montario Hardesty in the eye. Here's the give Hardesty up the middle into the gut of the Alabama D. He'll pick up four out to midfield. He's at the 50-yard line. McLean and Cody there to combine on the stop. But going back to keys of the game, a report card, battle of field position A, B, to Alabama defending the bootlegs and the naked passes by Jonathan Crompton. And then third, the quarterback production. Who wins that battle, Greg McElroy or Jonathan Crompton? Jeff Cottom checking in a tight end, all six foot eight, 260 pounds of him. Here's Crompton under center. Tight end Stocker goes in motion. Rolling right, Crompton throwing, and Corey Reamer reaches in front of the intended receiver, the tight end, to knock the football away. Great effort by Corey Reamer as he breaks up another pass for the Alabama D. Excellent job by Corey Reamer. Tennessee tries to sprint Crompton out. You see their game plan. They're not going to leave him between the tackles. They're going to try to get him out on the edge, and Corey Reamer read the, uh, the pass play and knocked it away. Tennessee now on a third down and seven. Marquise Johnson and Robbie Green in for Bama, the dime package. Man in motion, Teague off the near side. Crompton three-step drop throws, catches made, first down. Denarius Moore upended as he gets to the 30-yard line of Alabama. Justin Woodall was the man who made the play. 30, I said, it was a 35-yard line where they tripped him up, and that's where Tennessee will have the first down, first and 10 from there. Well, Tennessee set three receivers to the right and one receiver to the left, setting up a one-on-one -on -one situation with Kareem Jackson. The receiver gets inside on the quick slant, converts the first down. Marcellus T goes wide right, Moore wide left. Offset eye in the backfield, Stocker the tight end in motion. Bama brings up the D, while Crompton will audible. Play clock down at five, four, three, 
two. They get the snap away. Here's the give. Hardesty fights forward inside the 35 to the 33-yard line before Nico Johnson, who shot the gap, was there to make the stop on the senior running back, who is the number one rusher for the Volunteers, averaging 5.4 per carry. Yeah, we talked about Hardesty a lot in the pregame, and that time Nico Johnson showed excellent instinct, shooting the gap, making the play, and uh, stopping Hardesty for a minimal game. Nico Johnson, an elite linebacker out of Andalusia, Alabama, now on a second down and eight. Teague in motion, right side of the formation. Here's the give, Hardesty, here's the charging Javier Arenas. And Javi comes up from that cornerback spot to get him in the backfield and a loss of six. So that evens the count. Javi won, Berry won. Bama was anticipating that bootleg. They brought both corners off both sides, and it was a run, and Javi was there for a big stop. Knocks Tennessee back, sets up a third and long situation. Look for some kind of screen or an easy pass for Crompton. Try to get back in field goal range. Sixth tackle for loss this year by Arenas. Now on a third down and some 14. Jones in motion to the right of the formation. Here comes Bama on the move. Did anybody jump the throw? It is incomplete behind the intended receiver at the 35. Lorenzo Washington and Marcel Darius. They were off the snap so quickly. You had to double check. Did anybody jump? Man, that was quick. Yeah, they really jumped. They had, must have had some kind of key on the center snap because they were in the backfield before the offensive line had moved. Great pressure there by Marcel Darius and Lorenzo Washington, the senior who's had a nice year so far. They were in the backfield before the ball even got to the backfield, so it seemed. Chad Cunningham will punt for the first time, averaging 41.8 yards per. Javi Arenas will watch this rainmaker. He'll say fair catch, and he'll make the grab standing at the 20-yard line. Preston Dial is out there. No sign of Colin Peak after playing in that very first play. His, Barry, what you got down there on Colin? Well, the word is it's a lower extremity injury, and he is out for the game. Wow. That happened in a hurry. Now out of the pistol formation, first and 10 from the 20, McElroy throws, and it was knocked away from Darius Hanks by the diving effort of Eric Berry, the strong safety, who now has broken up five passes this year for the Vols defensively. Yeah, that time they try to bring uh, Darius Hanks all the way across the field, and Berry in the coverage comes all the way with him and knocks the ball away. No huddle. Michael Williams is in a tight end. Here's the toss to Ingram. He turns the corner for a couple of yards, maybe, out to the 22-yard line. That's a swarming defense. Dan Williams, LaMarcus Thompson, Rico McCoy, they're really swarming on the Alabama running game, keying on Mark Ingram. Yeah, you know, the Tennessee defense last year was third in the country. They got no help at all from their offense. This year, they're 13th in the country. They've gotten a little more help from their offense, and they're able to play field position like they've done so far in these first two drives. Nothing of one and third downs for the Crimson Tide. Here's a third and seven from their own 23-yard line. Two wides to the left, one wide right. Shotgun, McElroy steps up, everybody's covered, he's going to take off and run, fakes a slide, gets across the 30, first down Alabama, it's the first first down of the ball game for the Crimson Tide, brought to you by our friends at ATIX, who want to thank all Crimson Tide fans, especially those of you who bought your tickets from ATIX. If you need tickets for that sold out event, call ATIX or check them out online at AAA. 
T-I-X.com, your source for Crimson Tide tickets. Here's a first and 10. Alabama now from just across their own 30-yard line. McElroy goes on the screen left. Catch is made, spinning forward. First down, Julio out across the 45 to the 46-yard line. The crowd responding with the chant of Julio as Bama moves the chains again. Well, how do you get a quarterback started that's coming off of a little bit of a slump? You get him running the ball like Greg did. Great decision to pull yep. it down and convert the first and then throw the quick screen to Julio Jones. And I like how he faked the slide. The defender committed, and then he just took off around him. Here's a first and 10, Bama, from their own 47-yard line. No score. Faking the give to Ingram, rolling right McElroy. Loads and throws, knocked away from Julio. It is incomplete at the 40-yard line of Tennessee. Coming across was Dennis Rogan, the left-side cornerback, who was there to make the stop, the junior, out of Knoxville. Yeah, that ball was just a touch, a half a count late coming out. Rogan was able to, with his tremendous speed, come across and knock it away, but... I like seeing Greg McElroy move out of the pocket, get him out on the edge, yep. give him a chance to get his confidence going here in the early going. Marsalis Johnson checks in now as the extra defensive back for Tennessee on a second down and 10 play. Crimson Tide snapping it from just across their own 45-yard line. No score, middle first quarter. Here McElroy on the delay give. Ingram just runs into traffic. Actually, West Brown blocked the center William Vlahos and then Ingram ran up on Vlahos's back so that play went nowhere as Ingram leaves Brad Smelly checks into the lineup Michael Williams also leaves for the Crimson Tide and Roy Upchurch checks in Bama breaks the huddle with Mays and Hanks coming wide right Julio Jones wide left Bama one of two and third down conversions here's a second and ten Bama from their own 46. Shotgun, McElroy looks left, throws left, grabbed by Julio, breaks a tackle, first down for Alabama, down to the 43. Dennis Rogan had him, but at 5'10", 178, he could not control the 6'4", 211 Julio Jones. Well, this is where the game's going to be won or lost. Can Bama's wideouts do what they just did? Julio Jones gets to the sticks, makes the catch, breaks the tackle and gets a first down. They have to win on the perimeter with this group of wide receivers against these Tennessee defensive backs. Nice pickup of a block that time by Roy Upchurch as well on a first and 10 Alabama. Trent Richardson is in now as the Tide will snap it from the ball 43. In motion, Preston Dial. The give Richardson goes left. They spread the field defensively, and he's out of bounds at the 40. Little pushing and shoving as he went out of bounds, but he and Dennis Rogan will part peaceably enough. It'll be a pickup of a couple on the play, second down and eight upcoming. Well, you can see the speed of this defensive uh, group of linebackers for Tennessee. They really flow with the football. That time, Rico McCoy, their leading tackler, gets to the perimeter. They're just a hard group to corral and run against because of that speed from sideline to sideline. Mike McCoy checks into the lineup now, and a timeout is being timeout taken by Alabama. the Tide. The first time out of the half. The Crimson Tide will take time, and we will do so as well. 7.09 remaining, opening quarter. There is no score. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. 
Thank you, Alabama fans, for your continued support of Golden Flake potato chips, pork rinds, cheese puffs, and our great-for-dipping tortillas. We are dedicated to making our product available to you and your family now more than ever. So we hope you'll continue to celebrate Alabama championships with your favorite bag of Golden Flake champion chips. Experience the simple southern goodness of Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Hey, Tide fans, it's time to watch the Alabama Crimson Tide roll. Whether you watch from home, at your tailgate, or in the stadium, you can enjoy the great taste of Ziegler Jumbo Franks, the official hot dog of the Crimson Tide. Alabama is a tradition of winning, and Ziegler has a tradition of great taste. Enjoy your Ziegler Jumbo Franks at home, at the tailgate, and now at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Ziegler Meats, a tradition of great taste for over 90 years. Pick them up at your local supermarket. At My Eye Doctor, we would never think of getting between you and your screen, except with blue light lenses. Eye strain can happen by spending hours and hours with devices, texting, gaming, binging. Our lens solutions can help minimize the stress and strain of harmful blue light. We welcome all insurances. Eye care and eye wear are better together at My Eye Doctor, doctors of optometry. Schedule an appointment today at myeyedr.com. At Alpha Insurance, our goal is to be your MVP, providing you with the most valuable protection. That means saving you money on home, car, and life insurance, and providing championship service from a helpful hometown team. Call Alpha for your insurance needs today, and let us show you why we consistently rank among the top insurance companies in the Southeast for customer satisfaction. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. Welcome back, everybody. When play resumes, it'll be the ninth play of the drive for the Crimson Tide. Don't forget, folks, you can visit MyCokeRewards.com and get details on how you can see Nick Saban coach Alabama in a bowl game. It is all at MyCokeRewards.com. Trent Richardson is the running back. You talked about during a commercial, Phil, about Michael Williams at tight end and what advantage he brings to the equation. I want to go back to that here in just a moment, but play is back underway now with 7.09 remaining. In the first, there is no score. Bama with a second down and seven from the volunteer 40. Mays in motion to the left side of the formation. Shotgun McElroy looks left, goes that way to Trent out of the backfield. Richardson makes the grab down to the 38-yard line. It'll be a third down from there. Rico McCoy forced him out. Why was the why would there be an advantage to have Michael Williams in? Well, if, if Tennessee's going to play the eight-man box and play one-on-one -on, -one on the outside, you're probably going to use your tight end in, in not only the run blocking but pass protection. And at 6'6", 270, he's a pretty accomplished blocker overall. The big man from Pickens County High School out in reform. Bama two of three in third down conversions. Here's a third and five from the ball, 37, middle of the first quarter, no score. Shotgun McElroy looks right, comes on the out route to Marquise Mays. Too far for Marquise. It is incomplete, and Alabama comes up shy there on the out route. Art Evans on the cover. Well, relatively deep in Tennessee territory, Bama's going to go for it on fourth and five. The Tide, 8 of 10, 80% in fourth down plays. 
Do they try and pull the balls off? No. Snap into the shotgun. McElroy looks left, throws to Upchurch. Roy makes the grab, but he is short of the first down. And at the 35-yard line, Wes Brown puts him down, and Tennessee will take over on downs, and we have got a timeout. We're live in the Charter Business Broadcast booth here at Bryant-Denny Stadium. No score. Six minutes and 16 seconds remaining in the opening quarter of play. Volunteers break the huddle in their white jerseys over the orange pants. Cooper and Hardesty are in the eye. Wideouts either way. Crompton underneath his center, Cody Sullins. Now he'll audible. The crowd brings the noise level up even more so. Having to use his hands now to signal the players. Crompton gets them positioned. They split in the backfield. Crompton looks right and throws over the shoulder. Grab Hardesty over the shoulder. Nice catch inside the Bama 40 down to the 38-yard line. Montario Hardesty, 26 yards, only the ninth catch of the year for him. Well, they took Mont Montario Hardesty and ran him out of the backfield on a wheel route down the boundary, and he got out there and Crompton with time made an excellent throw uh, in between people and over Corey Raymer's head. So Hardesty a dual threat. Marcel Darius in now for Brandon Dedrick. First and 10 from the tied 39. Here now the loose ball, the procedure, and the flags come in. The snap was never handled. The ball sat there. Referee Matt Austin will tell us about it. Dead ball, snap infraction. 69, 5-yard penalty. Still first down. So the snap infraction on Cody Sullins, who again is starting for the injured Josh McNeil. That's why the two Sullins brothers, Corey at left guard and Cody at center, line up shoulder to shoulder. First and 15, volunteers from the Bama 44. Five and a half remaining in a scoreless first quarter. Wide outs either way, give to Hardesty. He'll go penetrating over the right side, and he'll get to the 41-yard line before Marquise Johnson stops him there. A pickup of three. Still second down and 11 upcoming. Yeah, Tennessee goes to three wide receivers, try to get Bama to spread and loosen up that inside and run a zone play up in there. Uh, but Terrence Cody, that's what he is. He's a rundown specialist and did a terrific job there. Now going wide, Jones and Teague to the near side. Denarius Moore goes wide right. Single setback. Crompton under center. Fakes the give, sets up, looks, throws a riser, intercepted Alabama. Intercepted down the far side, and another return for Mark Barron as he is tackled and put down at the 30-yard line. That was a high riser, the fourth interception of the year for Mark Barron, and as the team, it is interception number 11. We've got timeout. Bama gets the ball back. You're reliving history. More of this classic college game next from Learfield IMG College. You ever see a stranger and know immediately that they were family? Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Earn your degree from the University of Alabama online and become part of a worldwide family. Through Bama by Distance, you'll feel an instant connection. Our student services will guide you from admission to financial assistance to graduation, helping you whenever you need it. Because that's how you treat family. Visit bamabydistance.ua.edu. That's bamabydistance.ua.edu. And rise with the tide. 
At Window World of Alabama, their motto is the same as it was when they began in 1995. Provide superior products installed by professional craftsmen at guaranteed low prices. It's no wonder that Window World has grown to become America's largest window replacement company. They take pride not only in the quality of their products, but in the service and care they give you from the start of a job to its completion and beyond. Call Window World of Alabama for your free in-home estimate at 205-916-2189 or visit windowworldalabama.com. Window World, simply the best for less. Golden Triangle Regional Airport in Columbus, Mississippi, is proud to be a partner with University of Alabama Athletics. During this trying time, we hope Crimson Tide fans are following proper social distancing protocol to ensure a return to normal activities very soon. When the time comes and it's safe to travel again, we hope you'll consider Golden Triangle Regional Airport as your hub to access the world. For more information, check us out at gtra.com. Stay healthy and roll tide. Even if we don't meet in person, Regions is still here for you. We make it easier for you to stay informed and in control with online and mobile banking. You can check balances, transfer money, pay bills, deposit checks with Regions Mobile Deposit, and even set up helpful alerts no matter where you are. We're here to make it easier to bank your way. Learn more at regions.com tools. Regions Bank member FDIC. From Learfield IMG College, this is a classic college game. We are back here in Tuscaloosa after another Mark Barron interception. He has really becoming quite uh, the DB for the Crimson Tide. Well, he has such tremendous athletic ability, and that time Jonathan Crompton sitting in the pocket, that's where you want him to be. You know, and that's and weird. when he, A guy's better running and throwing for his life than he is in the pocket. It and makes he's no a bit, sense. You know, he's 6'4", yeah. almost 230 pounds, and he's more accurate on the move than he is stationary. And that time, he just throws the three-and-one uh, fastball. It goes over the head of his receiver and, and throws it right in the arms of Mark Barron. But Mark is really progressing and maturing as a defensive safety in this Nick Saban scheme. Now, Mark Ingram only with four carries for six yards today. Let's see what Bama can do to get the offense going. They'll start with two tight ends. Preston Dial and Michael Williams will be in on a first and 10 from Bama's own 30-yard line. Just waiting for our brethren over on the TV side to wrap up a commercial break. The players are ready. The officials are ready. Just getting the signal now. The whistle will sound, and here we go. First and 10. Bama at their own 30-yard line off the far hash mark. Dial in motion, comes to the near side. Quick drop, McElroy, out route, caught by Julio at the 35-yard line. Pickup of five, Dennis Rogan was there, but virtually an indefensible play. Well, they're trying to set up for later the quick slant and something inside, uh, a quick out to Julio on the outside, the one-on-one -on -one coverage. We've talked about it, and that's a favorable matchup for Alabama. Now we're going to the Bobcat formation. That's when McElroy, the quarterback, leaves the game and doesn't go wide. He's on the sideline. Snap to Ingram, handoff to Richardson. Trent runs over three men, gets a first down out to the 40-yard line. Again, just to clarify, the wildcat formation is when the quarterback stays on the field and goes wide. The bobcat, which we haven't seen much of, is when the quarterback leaves the field, is replaced by two guys or an extra wide receiver, as the case was. And he's still gone. 
again. Richardson split way left. The snap will go to Mark Ingram. First and 10 from the 40-yard line. Defense creeps up. Richardson in motion, faking the give. Ingram, the keeper, up the middle. He's got seven and eight yards now out to the 48-yard line. Dennis Rogan was toppled over. Rico McCoy made the tackle very much like we saw, although not out of the same formation per se, but very much like that last drive against South Carolina. Yes, and what it does, it gives Alabama a chance to have another runner on the field in yep. place of Greg McElroy. Trent Richardson is the fly, the fly motion guy, and then Mark Ingram is the faker and then the runner. Again, McElroy is fine. He's on the sidelines. This is a normal a normal formation for a bit of an abnormal situation with the Bobcat, as they call it. Snap to Ingram, gets it near side 40. He's to the 30, upended with a nice block by Julio Jones and Mike Johnson, and a late flag is in. A personal foul on Tennessee that they call all the way down at the 27-yard line. They're going to call it on whom? Bama or Tennessee? It may be some kind of a legal block downfield. We'll hear Tennessee from referee are. Matt Austin. Block in the back on the offense. 10-yard ah. penalty from the spot of the foul still results in a first down. It does still result in a first down. But the markoff will be the first against the Crimson Tide. And they'll place the football exactly where. We'll wait and see. The flag was at the 28th. So it should come back to the 38, and they're correcting themselves now. They had marked it off outside the 40, close to the 42, but with the flag at the 28, the 10-yard mark off back to the 38-yard line. And now McElroy is back in the lineup. Now with Mays and Jones going wide left. Excuse me, Mays will come to the near side now. Hanks and Jones wide left. Pistol formation. Here's the give, Richardson. Trent bouncing off a man. Gets forward for a couple to the 35. Rico McCoy held on and put him down with 2.51 remaining in the opening quarter. There is no score. We're going back to that Bobcat, Wildcat thing. Without yeah. the quarterback on the field, that takes Tennessee's game plan. In other words, they have to adjust it because they've been seeing McCoy on the, McElroy on the field. Uh, throughout the season now they change up it broke their keys and Mark Ingram breaks out of there for a big run and as we were saying this is the first time this season we have seen that but it's been in the playbook all year long here's a second and eight Bama shotgun McElroy looks looks throws across the middle in and out of the hands of Darius Hanks who is tied up at the 25 yard line would have been a first down if he could have held on but Dennis Rogan was there with help Emotionally, if nothing else, by Eric Berry, who was closing in on the scene to break it up. And now Roy Upchurch checks in. Trent Richardson leaves. Bama's looking at a third down and eight. Football is at the Volunteer 36. Bama two of four in third down conversions. Some shadows now beginning to creep out across the playing surface. Down near the end of the field to our right. The rest of the stadium in brilliant sunshine. Motion for Smelly. He'll come back to the near side. On the third down play, McElroy loads up and throws a high riser. There's a flag. Dennis Rogan had the defensive, had the receiver, Julio Jones, all tied up in a package. And that's going to be a flag against Dennis Rogan, the junior from Knoxville, in pass defense for the Volunteers. 
It's an awfully long discussion, though, by the officials. Pass interference, defense number 41. Ball will be placed in the spot of the foul, automatic first down. You know, it's interesting. Not to make it nothing other than an interesting observation in the National Football League. They make that call instantly. Before you have a chance to breathe, they're making the call. In college ball, not just the SEC, everything is discussed before they make the call. Mark Ingram now is the setback on a first and 10 Alabama from the Vol 27. Two minutes to go, first quarter. McElroy looks right, throws to Julio, catches made. He'll drag Rogan for a pickup down to the 20-yard line. Fourth catch of the day for Julio Jones. Nice to see him into the rotation. Had only 13 catches in the first seven games for Alabama. Well, you see Alabama throwing to the short side of the field. Julio one-on-one. It gives Greg McElroy some an opportunity to make an easier throw. And now they're setting things up for not only the quick out, but the quick slant. We've seen both things now from Julio. Now in the red zone, look for something over the top, some kind of fade ball. Darius Hanks wide left. He stands six foot tall. He's joined by Ingram, so the backfield is empty now. McElroy looks left, throws behind Dial, a miscommunication there. Dial was running a slant towards the far side near the numbers, and the pass came very easily behind him, and it was not as though McElroy was hassled. Obviously a miscommunication of some sort. Yeah, that's a play that's probably a Colin Peake play, quite, quite honestly. Uh, he's out of the game with an injury, so now Preston Dial step in that position. They probably have not worked that much together on that particular uh, connection, and unfortunately it's incomplete. Now the ninth play of the drive. Bama looking at a third and four. They are two of four in third down conversions. Smelly in motion. Defense drops back. Looking left, McElroy throws in and out of the hands of Smelly. It would have been a first down had he held on, but he could not. And Lee Tiffin is going to be called upon to put some points on the board for the Alabama Crimson Tide. If Tiffin is successful right here, that would make him the number two all-time scorer for Alabama, passing Michael Proctor. He has two points from taking that number two spot. This will be a 38-yard attempt from this distance. He is 6 of 8 this year. Brian Selman snaps. P.J. Fitzgerald puts it down. The end-over-end kick is up, and it is good. Bama now a 3-0 leader, and Lee Tiffin now the number two all-time scorer at Alabama by virtue of that kick. Here's the kickoff. It is taken by Newkeese Richardson at the 3 to the 20. Cuts right across the 25 and is put down at the 30-yard line. If you're curious about those number changes, Jarrell Harris used to wear number 5, but you couldn't have both he and Roy Upchurch on special teams on the field at the same time. So they put uh, Jarrell in number 10, allowing both of those men to be on the field. And then Chris Rogers last week was on the field wearing number 8, at the exact same time as Julio Jones was. It went unnoticed by the officials, but you can't do that. So hence, Rodgers wears number one now. Volunteers from their own 30. First handoff to Bryce Brown, and he gets a yard to the 31-yard line. Good to see Josh Chapman back in the lineup for the Crimson Tide. Been banged up a little bit. Didn't contribute against South Carolina. Good to see 
the big one from Hoover out there again. Well, it's good to have depth on your defensive line, and they missed Josh Chapman some last week, so it's good to see him back out on the field. 45 seconds remaining opening quarter. Here's a second and nine volunteers from their own 32. Jones in motion, the Oklahoma Gatorade Player of the Year out of high school. Looking left, Crompton throws, catch Hardesty. He'll cut to his right. Javier is there, and he will put him down, Arenas does, at the 41-yard line. But Montario Hardesty, two significant catches now out of the backfield. A big first down for the Volunteers. Well, that time Tennessee went empty, and they put Hardesty all the way out as a wide receiver, and he beats Kareem Jackson on the inside slant for a big pickup. But that's what Tennessee does in this West Coast offense. They mix their, their formations up quite a bit. Now with 12 seconds in the quarter, Crompton with the backs in the eye. Here's a give. Bryce Brown finds running room. He's inside the 35, down to the 34-yard line, picks up six on the play, and the quarter has come to a close. 3-0 Alabama. One quarter of play complete. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. Have you priced a new John Deere tractor lately? SunSouth John Deere has a full line of affordable lawn and tractor equipment this season. SunSouth John Deere has an affordable roster for everyone, from riding mowers to utility vehicles and lots of tractors. Stop by any of the 21 locations across Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia, or visit sunsouth.com to find out what is right for you. Any budget, any project, SunSouth has you covered. Proud to be the preferred tractor equipment dealer of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Everwood Treatment Company is wood treated right. Everwood is the most technologically advanced pressure treated wood available. That means no rotting, no decay, no problems. Just wood treated right. Everwood is your treated wood source and the official pressure treated lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. If you're looking to add or replace decks, outdoor structures, or commercial jobs, choose Everwood for wood treated right. If you need it, we'll get it to you. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. You hear a lot today about the Bama factor. Well, what exactly is it? It's a saying that Coach Saban uses constantly. It's actually what the program is built on. Commitment, discipline, effort, toughness, and pride. Well, at Dex Imaging, we believe in these same principles. To be the very best we can be, day in and day out. So for all of your business office solutions, put Dex Imaging to work for you. Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider of Alabama Athletics. Crimson Tide fans, gear up for the season at Academy Sports and Outdoors. From jerseys and hats to grills and tents, Academy Sports and Outdoors has everything you need for game day for less. Visit any of the many convenient locations in Alabama or shop online at academy.com. That's academy.com. Academy Sports and Outdoors, official sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide. From Learfield IMG College, you're listening to a classic college game. 3-0 Bama time for the first quarter recap brought to you by the Ortho Sports Center at St. Vincent's Birmingham. Care you can believe in. First downs for the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide. Six, three for Tennessee. Bama has run for 57 yards. Tennessee has run for nine. The Tide has passed for 44. Tennessee, 69. So total yardage, Alabama 101 yards, 
the Volunteers 78. One penalty against Bama for a loss of 10. Two flags against the Vols for a loss of 12. There have been no sacks in the ballgame. The Tide, two of five and third down conversions. Tennessee, one of two. Bama getting their three points off of turnovers. That was a 38-yard field goal by Lee Tiffin. Time of possession, Bama 9-14, and the Volunteers, five minutes and 46 seconds. So, Phil, one quarter complete, and now the Vols trying to move in and and knock on the door as they'll be starting now from the 34 of Alabama. Well, in Tennessee, one thing that I have not talked about is their ability to pick and rub off receivers. They use a lot of crossing receivers. They haven't done that yet to Alabama, so I'd expect to see that some here in the second quarter as they're trying to figure out where they can poke a hole in this Bama defense. But they've made some money on those two quick slants uh, this quarter. They have. But Alabama's defense so tough to run on, you have to pick your spots uh, through the air. All right, beginning quarter number two. Backs are in the eye. Now they shift out of that. It'll be a second and three Vols from the tied 34. Crompton on the give to Brown. Nothing up the middle. He cuts right, runs over a tackler, gets a first down inside the 30 to the 29-yard line. Tyrone King and others came up to be part of that stop. That was uh, Javier Arenas who finally put him down as Terrence Cody lumbers to the near sidelines being replaced. Just underway. Hey, who's here in the booth? Hey, Joe, Joe Namath, how are you? <laughs> Good, Good to, to see you, man. Sir. How Thank you been? You. Joe Thank Namath joining us here in the broadcast booth, looking on first and 10 from the 29-yard line of Alabama. They shift. The balls do. Cooper, the fullback, goes into the offset eye. Crompton on the give. Brown trying to go outside, turns it upfield, can't even get back to the line of scrimmage. He'll lose yardage, a couple back to the 31-yard line. You know, last week officially was homecoming, but Joe, you're here. Ozzie Newsom is here. John Cochran, the newsman, is here. It's nice to see everybody. <laughs> well, that goes to show you what winning does. You know, it's amazing, isn't it? Have a great time. You never get tired of winning. Although we got to say, even when things weren't that good, you didn't stop coming to games. Well, it's uh, you know we overuse the word family without meaning, I think, but it's the Alabama family. Second and 11, Volunteers from the 31. The gift to Hardesty. He'll try the left side of the line. He'll carry it for an extra yard, bringing up a third and nine here on the next play. What you been doing with yourself, Joe? Watching Alabama football most of the part. There you go. Of course, I had the two daughters at home, so yep. any parents know what I've been up to. Oh, man, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I know. We're all in that same uh, position. I saw you on the tube the other day with John Elway and Marino. Yes, that was a pretty cool yes. show. Oh, yeah, we had a good time. And uh, Kurt Schilling, too. Boy, yep. I remember seeing him pitch with that bloody sock. Yep. Tennessee, one of two in third down conversions. Here's a third and eight from the 27. Chavis Williams is now in for Alabama defensively as Crompton looks right, throws the slant, catches made, first down, on the move, Moore down the left side, he's pulled down by the Crimson Tide inside the 10 at the 8-yard line, Kareem Jackson finally got to Denarius Moore and pulled him down, and Joe, Tennessee's been doing variations of that play, working well for them today. Those guys came here to win, you know, they they, They they didn't come here to play second fiddle today, they're here to win. That, of course, the voice of Joe Namath. To my right, Phil Savage, former general manager of the Cleveland Browns. You've got Barry Krause on the sidelines. We'll hear from all of them as we continue. But it's a first and goal, Tennessee, from the Alabama 8. 
Backs are in the eye. Cooper is the up man. Here now the give. Brown looks for running room, or at least Oku, I should say. Not Bryce Brown, but David Oku in, and he'll get a yard down to about the seven-yard line. We check in with Barry Krause. Just keep an eye on Justin Woodall. Earlier in this drive, he looked like he injured his left leg. He was limping around, but he continued to get back in the huddle. And on that last passing play, he actually tripped and got up limping again. So keep an eye on Justin Woodall. Looks like it might be a thing out there. Here's the ninth play of the drive for the Volunteers on a second and goal from the sixth. Hardesty is the tailback now behind Kevin Cooper, the fullback. Man in motion comes to the near side of the formation, looking for Jones, throwing it. It's off the fingertips and dropped by Kevin Cooper as he had a tight cover on him from Nico Johnson, the middle linebacker. And, Joe, you know Nico, he's a true freshman to be making an impact in a defense like this. That was very impressive, that play alone, going step for step, covering the player like a blanket. He's got wonderful instincts, quickness, and size, boy. And I'm sure even when you were QB and if you knew there was a true freshman out there, you like to pick on those guys. Well, you certainly consider that to begin with. Yeah. Yes. Second and, excuse me, third and goal from the six. Balls are two of three and third down conversions. Two wides to the right, one to the left. Hardesty is in to block the tailback. Crompton looks and throws a high riser over top of everybody. Gerald Jones, the intended receiver at the back line of the end zone. And it's going to be time for Daniel Lincoln to come in and attempt a field goal and try and uh, tie this one up. We were talking earlier, Joe, and it's an interesting thing for Crompton. The guy is better throwing on the move, on the run, than he is staying in the pocket. It doesn't seem, to those of us who aren't QBs, doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. We'll talk about that here in a second. It's a 24-yard field goal try for Lincoln, who is 4 of 4 from this distance this year. Snap and spotter there. The kick is on the way, and this ball game is tied at three with 11.38 remaining in the opening half. How is it that a guy running for his life or even on a planned roll is better than just hanging in the pocket? Well, he's gifted to throw it on the run, but you've got to be able to throw from the pocket to win. You've got to figure, you know, he, he's going one way or the other. He's narrowing the field down. The defense is chasing him, you right. know. It's right. a gift to be able to move around like that, but I've never seen a championship one, on a professional level anyway, without a pocket passer being able to go against the defense. The defenses good. are so good, man. You narrow the field down, they're going to be closing fast. You've got to throw from the pocket. And, Phil, you, you know it. You've seen the talent in the NFL. That's indeed the case, like Joe says. It is. And speaking of quarterbacks, while we have Joe here, tell us a little bit about your view of Mark Sanchez and what he's doing at your old team, the New York Jets. Struggling right now, as you know. It's, uh, uh, well, without going into detail, I think he's uh, struggling uh, for several reasons. He's a bright kid. He's smart. He can get things. He's 22 years old. He hasn't seen things happening as quickly as they happen out there. And uh, it scares me, though, because of his size. The only two successful players I've seen of his size the last 10 years or so are Drew Brees and Jeff Garcia. Yeah. Uh, the game today, you got to have some size. I'm worried about the durability factor. His heart and all's there. The arm is... Uh, the arm looks adequate. It's, it's not a, a killer arm like a Falco or maybe Ryan or something. So there's a lot of work, uh, a lot to be seen ahead. And certainly Breeze was never immediately the matinee idol. I mean, now, oh, of no, course, he no. it, took, it took him a while. Well, I'll tell you, Bar Breeze was loved by Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah. Marty and I are close. Years ago when they were at San Diego, Marty told me about Breeze, and uh, Breeze played pretty well down there then before he got hurt or whatever. That, of course, the voice of Joe Namath. 
the uh, Rolex Bromberg scoring drive was 11 plays, 62 yards in 4 minutes and 44 seconds. That Daniel Lincoln field goal, we are tied at 3. Joe Namath is here joining us as he does many times over the course of the years. Alabama and Tennessee, you really don't need to say a whole lot more than that, do you? This, even if you're from Pennsylvania, you learned what it's about. Exactly. I had no idea what the rivalry was about, and I didn't uh, really understand it or accept it until I found out how much it meant to Coach Bryant. Really? Coach Bryant was real serious about this Tennessee get-together. I promise you that. And uh, that enlightened some things to me. The rivalry is uh, intense, uh, more than I can quite comprehend to this day. Do rivalries in the NFL mean the same? The Jets and the Dolphins, what have you, is it the same or is the emotion just so much stronger in the college game? Well, I think uh, the electricity is uh, stronger in the college game throughout uh, the pro game. You have a different kind of fan there, certainly. Sure. So there is a difference, no doubt. This is far more festive, and losing not the end of the world on a professional level. Sometimes it seems that way, yeah. even for the fans. Javier Arenas is deep to the near side, and Terry Grant to the far. Here is a high kick. Earlier it was fielded by Baron Huber. This one taken by Grant. He comes to the 25 to the 30. Angles left outside the coverage. 40, and he is forced out of bounds at the 45-yard line. Terry Grant, his eighth kickoff return. It was the kicker, Chad Cunningham, who finally forced him out. And that's a nice luxury right there. Even with Julio in the line, excuse me, even with Javier in the lineup gone last week when you get a return effort like that it's big well, we talked about the field position being a huge factor in this game and tennessee 118th in kickoff uh, coverage and that time terry grant breaks out of there and gives bama a great opportunity here at the minus 45. mays hanks and julio jones wide to the right trent richardson is alongside the quarterback in the shotgun mays in motion goes back to the right of the formation. McElroy sets up the screen to Julio, makes the grab 45-50, and he's forced out of bounds with a first down. Mays and Hanks doing the nice lead blocking right there, and that's one thing Nick Saban insists on, Joe, and I dare say in the pros as well. You're a receiver. If you're not making the catch, you darn well better block. <laughs> yes, we'd love to see that, of course. Yeah. And over the years, you certainly see the importance of it with these isolations and cameras at home we can see the importance of it more often than not so you're trying to say that at times it doesn't happen huh well there used to be times at times <laughs> uh, these times i hope at least they're trying to make it happen from the 43 of tennessee handoff richardson he'll get three yards maybe four down to the 39 yard line what do you think about Trent Richardson? You've seen him on the tube. Uh, quite quite the, the stud, isn't it? You read my mind. You read my mind. Did I? I, was watching, I was down on the field before the game looking to watch him. I wanted to see what he really looked like. And uh, the man is uh, quite a player. The boy, the fellow, whatever you want to call him at his age. Uh, as a freshman, it's beyond my imagination to see this kind of player. And, of, mean, course, there. and of course, Joe Namath joining us here in the booth. Bama has one wide extremely left. Then you've got Marquise Mays going wide right in motion. Darius Hanks is there as well on the left side. McElroy looks right and throws. Catch is made by Bowman, and Michael's got it, or at least by uh, Michael Williams, I correct myself. And that'll be his first reception of the year for the Crimson Tide. The big body from Reform Alabama, who redshirted last year, picks up his first catch of the season. 
Yeah, good to see Mike Williams uh, stepping in for Colin Peake there. He stepped on the sideline, so it sets up a short third down here. But Mike Williams, that'll be a confidence builder for him getting his hands on the football for the first time. And Williams is in now with Preston Dial. Again, if you're just joining us, Colin Peake went out on the very first play of the game with an injury. We'll have an update from Barry in a second. Here now a third and two, Alabama from the Vol 35. Tied at three, middle of the second quarter. Handoff Richardson. He'll go north and south. Gets pile drive down, but followed Barrett Jones and Michael Williams for the first down. Barry Krause, what have you got on Colin Peake's injury? I just want to say hello to Joe for uh, all the great Alabama fans. We love you, man. We hey, love Barry, having... thanks, buddy. Hey, man. Uh, the update on Colin Peake was that somebody fell into him during warm-ups into his left knee, and he'll be out like two to three weeks. Obviously, he's out for the rest of this game. Wow. But the good news is Justin Wood bouncing around on the sideline trained to look at him and he says it looks like it's a go for him and of course next week is off so that's a break here's a first and ten from the 30 handoff to Richardson he gets back to the line of scrimmage but nothing further yeah Bama going with a, a formation into the boundary the tight end into the boundary spreading those receivers to the wide side of the field trying to find a place to run into the boundary away from that Tennessee defense not much there, but the previous play, great job by Mike Johnson on that power sweep uh, leading the way for Trent to pick up the first down. 8.55 remaining, opening half, tied at three, Alabama and Tennessee. Second and 10 from the 30, going to our left, three wides to the left. Richardson to help block in the shotgun, McElroy. Gets the snap, throws across the middle, over the shoulder of Mays, or at least the intended receiver, Jones, I should say, in tight coverage. It is incomplete right there. He had two men on him. Jansen Jackson and Art Evans were there. What Were the defenses, was the game as complicated in your day, Joe, as it is today? I mean, all the fancy terms, this style, that style. Did you have to face that when you were, you know, playing for Weeb and for all these guys? Not as much, certainly not, but the basics still hold true. You'd like to throw the ball where there are, there are the fewest number of defensive players, sure. too. And in this last, you said, Mays, excuse me, I wish you would have thrown him the pass yeah, the last he was time. Open. Up yeah. the top, one-on-one. Exactly. Here's a third and ten now from the 30. Shotgun McElroy Look looks right on the uh, screen. Julio catches it, but is covered up quickly. And the play will lose a couple, maybe three. Dennis Rogan read that one, and Lee Tiffin's going to have to come in. And you could feel that. You heard Joe reacting. Look, how you saw what was coming right there. Oh, you know, you mentioned, uh, well, let's go back to the defensive coordinator over there on yeah. Tennessee's side. Monty, Monty Tiffin. has been around a while, and he, he excelled in the game for many years, and he's got this defense doing pretty darn well. Now a 50-yard field goal attempt for Lee Tiffin. He hit a 49-yarder against Virginia Tech this year, a 54-yarder against Clemson a year ago. Kick is on the way. Does it have the distance? It is good from 50 yards. And Alabama has taken a lead over the Tennessee Volunteers by the score of 6-3, a 50-yard field goal by Lee Tiffin. You're reliving history. More of this classic college game next from Learfield IMG College. 
Baumhauer's Victory Grill is open with a new pick-me-up menu for online ordering. It's easy to schedule your pickup at your nearest location on Baumhauer's.com, where the pick-me-up menu has items up to 50% off with family meals as low as $5 per person. Gooey fries, black and white chicken, even our legendary wings. And don't miss our new Gabby's Just Wing It drive through featuring our wings and fries combos at legendary prices. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food. Payless Drugs is open and serving the Birmingham metro area with drive through and home delivery options at all locations. Payless Drugs provides families with everything they need from prescriptions, immune boosters, over-the-counter needs, nutrient depletion supplements, and more. Call our team at Payless with your needs and we'll notify you when it's ready. Payless values our customers' good health and Payless Drugs delivers right to your door if needed. Visit MyNewPharmacy.com today to make life easier with Payless Drugs. Here's to the original social media. Here's to the original white beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. The original social media since 1975. Miller Lite can be enjoyed at any time and is better enjoyed offline, preferably by three or more friends at a bar. To experience Miller time, call a buddy right now. In fact, call two. You can do that by using the numbers next to the hashtag on your phone. We used to call it a pound sign. Once you've called your friends, there's no need to look at your phone, not even to see the time. I'll tell you what time it is. It's Miller time. Hey, do any of you Bama fans work with commercial trucks? What do you do to keep them rolling? Well, I'd get Snyder Fleet Solutions on the job. Snyder provides tire and mechanical service for some of the biggest fleets in the country from 80 locations, including five right here in Alabama. If you haven't seen what Snyder can do, it's time. Whether you've got one truck or 200, check them out at SnyderFleet.com. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. Back with you here in Tuscaloosa on a glorious college football Saturday. Beautiful afternoon, 7.54 remaining in the opening half. Alabama leads 6-3. The Rolex Bromberg scoring drive, eight plays, 32 yards in three minutes and 44 seconds. And the Crimson Tide is up by a score of 6-3. We were just talking during the break, and you, you hit it. What a, you know, sports is something. You said, you know, one day you miss you miss a short putt, then you hit a 30-footer. Lee Tiffin, there's a guy earlier in the year, misses an extra point or two, and now he's drilling them from midfield. It's wonderful. That's why we play the game. You never know about the animal, how we're going to perform. It's the execution that matters out there. Yep, no doubt about it. New Keith Richardson and David Oku are deep for the volunteers to field the kickoff. Across the way is Richardson, Oku to the near side, and Tiffin's kick goes to Oku. He'll make the grab at the 1 to the 5-10. Angles right, then left. He's to the 20-25, finds a seam, spun around. He's taken to the carpet at the 30-yard line. It'll be Jarrell Harris and Robbie Green, the two men combining to make the stop. Your golf game any good? No. That good, huh? No, but I sure <laughs> respect the sport. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> you and me, for me, golf is a great way to ruin a perfectly good walk. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? It takes a lot of time doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Phil, do you play? I do, Eli, and you're right. When Joe says he has respect for the game, that's what happens course, in that sport. Joe Namath, Phil Savage alongside, Barry Krause on the sidelines. 
First and 10, Vols from their own 33 with a single setback, Hardesty. He'll get the handoff, goes up the middle. Corey Reamer meets him right off the bat and makes the stop for no gain. Tell you, there are guys this year who have just stepped up, Joe, whether they're playing different positions, filling in when Hightower goes down. The depth is unbelievable that Nick Saban put together. Well, he knows uh, better than most uh, that you need the players, no doubt. The players do the win and losing the execution out in the field. we got to get players, and since he's been here, we have obviously brought in some wonderful it's, players. It's amazing, really. He's a guy, we'll talk more in a moment, second and nine from the 34, Volunteers' own. Crompton rolls right, that's where he's best, looks and throws, but it is off the hands of an intended receiver out of bounds, Denarius Moore near midfield. Nick Saban seems to be the guy who recruits because he loves to. Other coaches seem to recruit because they have to. He recruits because he genuinely loves to, and it shows. He genuinely knows the players. He knows and respects the players. Yeah. Do it out there, and he knows he has to go get them. You know, he wants to. He earns it. He gets the guys out there, sells them, convinces them that they're the ones that are going to do it. Tennessee, two of four in third down conversions against the six Alabama defensive backs. Here's a third and nine. From their own 34, the fans are into it. Play clock down at three. They get the snap to Crompton in the shotgun. He'll look left and throw. Tipped away by Kareem Jackson and over the head of others. Incomplete. And again, he stood there when we were talking earlier, Joe. That's what we were discussing. When he stays put, basically, it's like a pitcher who throws those high-rising fastballs. Crompton's pass just takes off on him. Well, sometimes they get away from you. Sometimes uh, they may not. You know what it is, though? I see two different timings. In practice, you watch these guys throwing the ball on the break or something. Every receiver we've seen here, including ours, has been open too long and the ball too late getting there. Chad Cunningham to punt to Javier Arenas. This one is a soccer-looking style kick, but it doesn't go far at all. We'll wait and see where they spot it. They're marking it off of the 32-yard line, and Bama's going to have good field position after a 34-yard punt from scrimmage. Joe Namath, thanks so much, man. It's always a treat to see you. You're looking <laughs> Thank you, great. Sir. Thank you. I feel good. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Joe, Joe great Namath. You. Thank great you. Meeting. Thanks for the reminder of our home guy. <laughs> yeah. right. There you go. My Andy Gustafson was down there at that time in Miami. We're talking about some recruiting trips that uh, guys have been on. What were you saying before that Joe had a a silver comb and, yeah, the, and tassels the, on his team jacket. Ron Marsat was one of our old-time scouts, and he was trying to track Joe Namath down. He couldn't find him. He gets a high school game, and there's a silver comb on the end of the bench. And when Joe would come off, he'd take that silver comb and put it through his long, <laughs> wavy hair. And then after the ball game, all the girls are waiting for him, and he would go and, and pop those tassels on the end of his uh, leather coat. I mean, he was Joe Willie, Joe Cool, way sure. back there even in in high school of course what a what a great personality oh, he's such a good representative for alabama he loves the school loves to come back you can sense that uh being around him just for a few minutes here today hey barry did you ever do that did you ever get those tassels on the uh, leather jacket so uh, get them going so everybody would come flocking no i didn't have the money for those kind of things man i was just lucky i waited around for that uh, what they called a laundry check a laundry money was 15 dollars a month we we're only allowed to have that when we we're in college but no I never had all those fancy things. Only Joe Willing Namath. 
has one of those. You see, the good answer for you, Barry, would have been, I didn't need to do that. But no, you go through all of this stuff. So I didn't need to do it. <laughs> Too I didn't late. need it. Too late. I'm sorry. Hey, folks, a quick reminder, if you'd like, why not text the word TIDE? That's T-I-D-E to 51234 to start receiving official Crimson Tide news from your friends at AT&T and the Alabama Athletic Department. Joe looks great, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he really does. Looks fantastic. Looks like he's been playing a lot of golf. He's got that tan working, and, uh, you know, he has such a great feel for the game from a quarterback's perspective. It was really neat to hear what he said about mm -hmm. Jonathan Crompton and then, of course, Mark Sanchez. I wish we had a few more minutes to ask him about Greg McElroy. Yeah, exactly. Tom Roberts, before too much longer, the BB&T halftime report will be upon us. What you got? Top, top Joe Namath. No way I can top Joe Namath, but I hope we're going to have Jared Johnson and LaRon McLean, who are both starring and really, really playing well for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Whatever. We'll have scores, stats, and a look at other sports here in Alabama on the BB&T halftime report. Cool. The Ravens have a bye week this week. They're not playing. They're back in action against the Denver Broncos next weekend. All right, first and 10, Alabama from their own 32. Here the shotgun from McElroy. Everybody's covered. He rolls left, loads up and throws. Catch dial, comes down with the football at the 35-yard line. Pickup of three. Nice protection that time for Greg McElroy. Yeah, and again, Alabama's running this formation with a tight end set into the boundary to the left. Three wide receivers out to his right. They're trying to create some space out to the wide side of the field. Nothing doing, really. He moves around, checks it off to the tight end. McElroy, 10 of 18, 61 yards. Here's a second down and seven. Football for Bama at their own 35. The Tide leads 6-3, middle of the period. Here's Mark Ingram who takes the snap now and goes forward up the middle, close to the first down, but he's going to be short. Gets out to the 41. He needs the 42. So it'll be third and about a yard from there. Yeah, Bama jumped in the Wildcat with McElroy on the field. And you could see Tennessee uh, just basically stood there yeah. and they were prepared for that. The Bobcat really threw him off in that earlier drive in the Here's first quarter. Darren Huber checking in as Bama is three of seven in third down conversions. Looking at a third and one from their own 41. Alabama. Leading 6-3 to the line of scrimmage. Play clock at 6. Dial with Huber behind him. Huber in motion. Play clock at 1. They don't get it off. They do not get it off what they call time beforehand. Let's wait and see. Did they get it off or did they call time from the sideline before? Yep. Ingram out there now for the Crimson Tide. So is Preston Dial. So Williams, Smelly, and Dial. Two tight ends and an H-back, three tight ends. Call it what you will on a third and about a yard. You got the beef out there is what you've got. Yeah, this is short yardage package for Bama, and this is a big convert. Not Got to get the ball moving, try to get some points on the board here. 529 left in the half, so a big play. Underneath the center, William Blahos is McElroy. Julio Jones in motion towards the formation. Handoff Ingram up the middle. First down, easily done. Out to the 45. The balls throw him backwards. The fans wanting a flag on Wes Brown, but there was none. Just a little uh, shoving. Tell you, though, the, the, the drive, the push on the part of the Alabama offensive line. Very impressive that time. 
that was there along with the tight ends. And this is a physical game in the really trenches. That the two teams are playing eight-man fronts and they're going toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Now McElroy is wide, so it'll be the Wildcat. Ingram will run it. McElroy in motion. Ingram takes it. Direct snap goes forward. Carries the pile across the 50 into Tennessee territory. A pickup of seven and a half, maybe eight yards. Johnson and Preston Dial, among others, doing the lead blocking there. Again, the three tight end look. Dial, Smelling, and Williams. Well, they didn't broadcast football back in the 1920s uh, too much on television or radio. But this is smash mouth football yeah. when Bama jumps in this Wildcat and the Bobcat. And they're going at it nose to nose with these Tennessee Volunteers. Second and three, Bama from the Volunteer 48. 4.20 to go until halftime. The Tide leads 6-3. to three. Again, Wildcat. Snap to Ingram. He'll take a second, read the situation, go forward for the first down as he's inside the 45 to the 44-yard line. He does not take off instantly. He gets the snap, kind of looks, does a little hop, skip, and a jump as he takes off. It's interesting. He does, and these are design runs. They usually have a puller of some kind, either Barrett Jones or Mike Johnson. That time it was Barrett Jones coming around from his right to the left, and Ingram sets up the blocks mm -hmm. and then picks his way up through the offensive line. Ten carries, 60 yards for Mark Ingram. Now McElroy back, on, back at quarterback. Ingram is to his left, three wides to the right, and a first and ten. From the 44, McElroy looks across the middle, caught by Darius Hanks. He'll make the grab at the 39-yard line. Dennis Rogan puts him down there, brings up a second and about four for the Crimson Tide. Darius Hanks, the junior from Norcross, Georgia. Well, it's good to see Greg McElroy come back and go to his second read. But now McElroy comes off, so we're going to see the Bobcat formation here. The direct snap again to Ingram, and there is no quarterback. So with the extra wide out, it's called the Bobcat formation. Trent Richardson splits left. Julio splits right. Here now Ingram waits. Big hole up the middle. Breaks away from one man. Spins inside of another. He is right at the marker. He either makes the first down or misses it by a half inch. Pending the spot. LaMarcus Thompson is the man he went around. Herman Lathers he went around. And Wes Brown put him down. It'll be short of the first down by literally an inch. McElroy back in. Huber is in. The give? No. McElroy is going to keep it. Gets hit as he throws. Catch is made. First down, Baron Huber. Inside the 30 to the 29. First reception for Baron Huber. He had no carries and only two receptions in his first three years here at Alabama. And now he has that key catch. And how big for a kid from Knoxville, Tennessee, to make that grab. Well, great play by Baron Huber. Greg McElroy's going to take a shot to Julio Jones down the yep. field. It was covered. He checked it down to Baron Huber. Great to see him do that. From the 31, first and 10, Bama. Two minutes to go until halftime. Three wides are right. McElroy looks, loads up, throws across the middle maze. Marquise makes the grab. First down at the 12-yard line. Jansen Jackson, the free safety was the man on him. But Marquise makes the nice catch. It'll be his 16th of the year. A pickup of 19 on the play. Well, the protection was solid, and the Tennessee defender fell down. 
and Marquise, go, Marquise goes into the middle of the field, and Greg McElroy delivers the ball in the red zone, need a touchdown. From the 12-yard line of the Vols, a minute 38 to go with one timeout remaining for Bama. McElroy on the give, Ingram left, 10, 5, out of bounds at the 3-yard line as they spread the field and followed him to the boundary, Savian Frazier was the man who finally wrestled him out at about the three-yard line, but Carpenter, Johnson, and Vlahos doing a great job in leading the blocking. Well, again, they run the ball into the boundary, and they're, you know, Eric Berry and the strong safety's really to the field, so they the, the run support defender is a corner, which is a good matchup for Alabama, so they're going into Art Evans or uh, Dennis Rogan there right. at the two corner positions, make them support the run. Play clock down to six. On second and two, McElroy loads up, throws, Julio drops the touchdown pass at the goal line. Julio was there, Dennis Rogan was there, and Julio just drops the football, which would have been good for a touchdown, and Bama now having another opportunity. Boy. Well, that's that fade stop where Julio fakes like he's going to the fade and then breaks it back to the uh, front corner of the end zone ball was there and it gets off his hand so third and two third and two from the five so Bama obviously can get a first down without the touchdown dial in motion McElroy under the center on the fade route over Julio's head he is bumped no flag against Dennis Rogan no flag against Dennis Rogan the fans don't like it and you gotta put points on the board here again comes Lee Tiffin Everybody, everybody in the house looking for a flag against the left cornerback. But none. Now a 22-yard field goal try for Lee Tiffin inside the near hash mark. Shellman snap, P.J. Fitzgerald's hold, and the kick is up and good. So Bama with a 22-yard field goal, and those red zone woes continue for the time. Well, they do for Alabama, but Tennessee came in very good in the red zone, preventing yep. touchdowns. Uh, you get down in there second and two with a chance to still get a first down, and not only not get the first down, but not get a chance to get it into the end zone. Unfortunate there. You take the points, but you feel... Uh, a little defeated going up 9-3 after an impressive drive. The Rolex Bromberg scoring drive, 13 plays, 63 yards in 5 minutes and 36 seconds, and Alabama now on top by a score of 9-3. to Just sitting here going over the last drive, the Crimson Tide looking at the replay. Tough to tell in that contact between Julio and Dennis Rogan whether uh, there was mutual contact, if you will. Tough, tough call, even while looking at the video replay, but uh, there was no flag. Yeah, they end up not calling, and, you know, Julio, is he goes and he's going to the fade. He puts his arm out. Rogan stood his ground. Uh, Nick Saban giving the referee a, a piece of his mind about uh, that call, but... You know, it's just yeah. one of those things where it, it didn't go Bama's way that time. They take the field goal, and, hey, with 
A minute and 11 left. You still got a chance to get a turnover. It's be interesting to see what Tennessee does. Will they go conservative here or just run out before the half, run the clock out before the half? Mickey Haddock, the line judge, was hearing some thoughts from Coach Saban. We have seen 27 and 32 yard runbacks by the Tennessee Vols on kickoffs by Alabama thus far here today. David Oku is deep to the near side. Newkees Richardson to the far side. This kick coming in Oku's direction. He'll have it at the three. Oku to the 10, 15, cuts left 20, up the field 25, and thrown down by the Crimson Tide at the 25-yard line. Chris Jordan on the scene on special teams. And now with all of their timeouts remaining in a minute and three until halftime, the Volunteers will go to work first and 10 from just across the... Uh, Ball's own 27-yard line. Well, Tennessee, three timeouts. I, I think they'll at least nibble at this and see if they can get something sure. going, look for some kind of screen pass or something to get Crompton off the mark. Jones, Moore, and Teague are the wideouts. Chavis Williams in defensively for Bama. Hardesty, the setback, gets the handoff. Nothing up the middle. He goes left. Nothing there. He cuts back, and he gets put down by Chavis Williams. The junior from Dora, Alabama, seeing more of him than Courtney Upshaw for the Crimson Tide. Yeah, using him in the subs package as an outside rusher as a defensive end. Now a second and three from the 35. Hardesty again, handoff. Up the middle, first down across the 40 to about the 41-yard line. Rolando McLean makes the stop with 38 seconds remaining. Don't forget a visit with the coach as soon as this half is done. Our friends at Golden Flake bringing you that visit. First and 10 from the 40. Crompton throws near side. Stalker the tight end. He'll make the grab. Marquise Johnson wrestling him down in bounds at the 44-yard line. And now a timeout is being taken. Timeout, Tennessee. The first time out of the half. Be a 30-second timeout. As you hear from referee Matt Austin, a 30-second timeout. And they'll be looking at a second down and seven. Yeah, strong tackle by Marquise Johnson on a bigger tight end, Luke Correct, Stocker. One minute timeout. One minute timeout. And now they're correcting that. It'll be a full timeout taken by the Tennessee Volunteers. But Marquise keeps him in bounds, so that forces Tennessee to use one of their tight uh, timeouts. With 26 seconds left, you're looking at maybe two plays, an out-of-bounds play, maybe three and a couple timeouts. So they still have four or five plays here to try to get the ball down and set up a field goal. So Alabama not out of the woods just yet. They need the 32-yard line to get to a position of equaling the career-long for Daniel Lincoln in college. He had a 49-yarder against Ohio University, so they would snap that from the 32, set it at 39, and they add the 10. It's a 49-yard kick. In high school, he did hit a 55-yard field goal. But uh, in, co in college, as long as it's 49, so they need the 32-yard line. Last few games, Bama's offense just not putting the points up, Phil. You've seen lots of football. Something to be concerned about, or, or how do you, well, I how think do you it's digest a, it's it? It's always a concern when you're not getting it in the end zone. But, I, you know, you give some credit, too, to Kentucky and Ole Miss and South, South Carolina. Carolina and Tennessee. I mean, these are SEC-caliber defenses, and they tighten it down uh, in the red zone. Second and seven, volunteers from their own 43. 26 seconds to go until halftime. Bama leads 
Crompton straight drop. Loads up for Jones across the middle. Makes the grab first down across the midfield stripe to the 47 of Alabama. Gerald Jones. When he's not playing football, he sings in his church choir. Today he's playing football. First and ten. Balls from the Bama 46. Crompton to throw. Looks left. Fires Jones again. Hitting another high note with that reception inside the 35 to the 34. So they're within a couple of yards now of equaling of equaling the position for Daniel Lincoln's longest career field goal. In another couple of yards with 10 seconds to go until intermission. Well, the last two snaps, Bama elected to rush three and drop eight and make Crompton throw through a thick zone defense. He fit two balls in. Uh, the last one gets him down to the 34. But this is a perfect example of the value of saving your timeouts. They had three timeouts at the yep. beginning of this drive. It gave them a chance to run a draw and then a zone run and get their drive started without having to just drop back and start throwing it all over the lot without any timeouts. But that was enough to get them started, and now they're knocking on the door at least to get a field goal try. And, you know, this Bama defense, nothing better than to get a sack. A sack would take them out of uh, pre out of the uh, range for a field goal. So look for Alabama possibly to dial up some pressure here on this uh, first down call. There have been no sacks by the Tide here today. Jones and Moore go wide left, Teague to the right. First and 10 balls from Bama's 33. Crompton sets up the screen to Jones. Left side, he's tripped up at the 30. And now the clock will run two seconds, one. They will stop the clock with one second remaining. And they'll be looking at a 47-yard field goal from there. Timeout, Tennessee. The third and final timeout of the half. With one second to go timeout. on the clock, they call the timeout. And from this spot, it would be a 47-yard field goal attempt for Daniel Lincoln. Well, that time they just flipped it out to the slot receiver and, and let him run for the edge of the defense. He didn't quite get there, but again, with the final timeout, they're able to take it with one second left and, and try to draw within a field goal of Alabama. So you give Tennessee some credit here on this drive. I mean, Bama's defense has been superior all year, uh, but that time Tennessee found a few spots and moves it down the field. Now they have a chance to kick a field goal. So a 47-yard try. This would be the second longest of Daniel Lincoln's career. He hit a 49-yarder earlier this season against Ohio University. Off the far hash mark, kicking it to our right, timeout Alabama. Time the out tide Alabama, the third and final timeout of the half. We'll take their final timeout. timeout to try and let Lincoln think about it just a bit with a second remaining until halftime. Bama has some tall guys in there, some real athletes. Julio Jones with his great vertical leap. See if they keep him out there. Have to try and jump as best you can and try and just get a fingertip on the Lincoln kick. The number six all-time field goal kicker in Tennessee history. Up, Julio's going to stay out there with his height and his jumping ability. Well, Lincoln struggled some last year, and that was a reason yep. for some of their struggles on offense. So he's improved this year and has gotten better, but this is a, a pressure kick for him, and the crowd needs to make plenty of noise. Morgan Cox will snap it. 
Graham Cannon will hold it. Daniel Lincoln at halftime for a 47-yard try. It is up. Does it have the distance? No! It is short. It is short. And Bama takes a 9-3 lead into the locker room. Missed it by that much. But that's all that matters as the tide leads 9-3. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. At my eye doctor, we would never think of getting between you and your screen, except with blue light lenses. Eye strain can happen by spending hours and hours with devices, texting, gaming, binging. Our lens solutions can help minimize the stress and strain of harmful blue light. We welcome all insurances. Eye care and eyewear are better together at my eye doctor, doctors of optometry. Schedule an appointment today at myeyedr.com. At Alpha Insurance, our goal is to be your MVP, providing you with the most valuable protection. That means saving you money on home, car, and life insurance, and providing championship service from a helpful hometown team. Call Alpha for your insurance needs today, and let us show you why we consistently rank among the top insurance companies in the Southeast for customer satisfaction. So, any homeowners in the audience? Yeah? Okay, all right, get this. The other day, my wife and I went shopping for a new home. You know, a place for the kids to, I don't know, grow up. And we didn't even bother to get pre-qualified. If you shop for a home without getting pre-qualified, people might just assume it's a big joke. Fortunately, Trustmark can get you pre-qualified for just the right amount and help you close on your dream home when you find it. Connect with a loan officer at trustmark.com mortgage. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. A pre-qualification is not a commitment to lend. Even if we don't meet in person, Regions is still here for you. We make it easier for you to stay informed and in control with online and mobile banking. You can check balances, transfer money, pay bills, deposit checks with Regions Mobile Deposit, and even set up helpful alerts no matter where you are. We're here to make it easier to bank your way. Learn more at regions.com tools. Regions Bank Member FDIC. From Learfield IMG College, you're listening to a classic college game. Here we go. Remember again that Tennessee won the toss to begin the ball game. They deferred to the second half, so they will get the football. And they've got Oku deep along with Newkees Richardson. Oku is across the way. Newkees to the near side. The flags have totally stopped flying now atop the stadium. The wind has apparently totally stopped. The flags are just hanging limply by the side of the flagpoles, even those flags that ring the top of Bryant-Denny Stadium. So it has become a very still late afternoon. Far side of the stadium still bathed in sunshine. The field now pretty much covered totally in shadows as Lee Tiffin gets set to kick it away and the second half is underway. Here's Nukis Richardson. Up to the 15-20, around a couple of men, 30, and he's shoved out of bounds on the near sideline at the 35-yard line. So that's where the volunteers will be starting. Robbie Green making the special teams tackle for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Jonathan Crompton, first half of play for Tennessee. He was eight 
of 15, 117 yards and an interception. Wideouts either way. Backs are in an offset eye. Hardesty is the tailback. Kevin Cooper, the up man. Handoff Hardesty. Cody is there with him. They stretch the field, and they get him after a yard gain. Out to the 36-yard line, Arenas and Reamer. I'd be running like that, too, if Terrence Cody was chasing me. Well, Ter Terrence Cody clogs that middle, and Tennessee trying to run the power play where they pull one of the guards yep. uh, for a lead through, and Cody penetrated, disrupted the play, and it's forced to bounce outside. Second and nine balls from their own 37-yard line. Backs are in the eye now with wideouts either way. Crompton, the give. Hardesty running room taken down by Nico Johnson across the 40 to the 41 yard line. Brings up a third and about three and a half, maybe four for Tennessee. They wear their white jerseys over the orange pants. Bama brings in Marcel Darius. Chavis Williams checks in. Couple of DBs swap in. Robbie Green and Marquise Johnson. Big play. Balls are two of five and thirds. Marcellus Teague is wide right, two to the left. On a third down, and five officially. Crompton looks, has time, steps up and throws! Knocked away by Marquise Johnson from the intended receiver, and a flag on the play. A hold in the area of where the flag is is what we would expect. But again, Marquise Johnson made a nice play defensively to knock that one away. And the flag will be on Tennessee. Holding, 66 offense, and penalties decline, fourth down. Cody Sullins, the center, guilty of the hold, and that first possession for Tennessee comes up empty. Exactly what Alabama wanted, a three and out, stop the tempo of this game, change it into their favor, and they get that. Crompton, of course, he throws a really hot ball yeah. for a short distance, and that ball ricocheted off of Marquise Johnson, but good coverage. They changed it up, gave it a different look, and Crompton throws it incomplete. Chad Cunningham will punt for the third time today. Javier Arenas is deep. Again, the flags have stopped flying, so there is no wind. It is a soccer rugby-style kick as he runs to his right, kicks it. Javi bounces off three men, comes to the near side with blockers in front of him. Javi cuts back inside. Then with a flag down for a block behind the back, Javi goes out of bounds at the 40. It may be a hold. I didn't see a block behind the back. Nick Saban is right in the face of the field judge. They might call tripping there, Eli. The Alabama defender or, or the blocker was in position. He ended up with three guys out there. Wow. And, uh, boy, Javi broke a tackle and brought it all the way to this near sideline. A heck of a return. Chris Rogers had, had position there to help out on the lead blocking. Dre Kirkpatrick, a host Starting of others. Return, illegal block below the waist. First down. So it's on Tennessee, the block below the waist. Third flag on the balls. That was huge. But the bigger question is how the heck did Javier Arenas bounce off of all those guys and get to the near sideline to get yardage after being tied up in a pile well, across got, the way? He's got such great balance and agility. And what happened is Bama had three blockers on one, and the guy submarined them, yep. and they called it. And that's an unusual call. People usually do not call that. 
make that call, and it's a big one. Denarius, Sets up Alabama. Denarius Moore of Tennessee was the guilty party as we look at the replay. Now McElroy on the first down handoff to Ingram from the 45-yard line gets back to the line of scrimmage. There'll be no gain. It's second down and 10. Savion Frazier, who had 10 tackles earlier this year in their game with the Auburn Tigers, comes up with that stop. I'll tell you, with Bama having the field position here at the, at the plus 45-yard line on, on the Tennessee side of the field, points are at a premium. I know we want touchdowns, but even a field goal is big here because it pushes it out to a two-score game. Indeed. And as stingy as the Bama defense has been, we know what that means. Second and ten. Play action fake. Rolling left is McElroy. Sets and fires an eight-yard pickup on the far side to Darius Hanks. Down to the 37-yard line of Tennessee. Nicely done. Hanks had company, but a nice thread-the-needle pass from McElroy. Well, I tell you, Greg's moving out to his left, and that's a tough throw. He throws it right uh, low and outside on the sideline where it cannot be uh, knocked away or, or intercepted, and uh, Darius Hanks makes a good catch on it out on the sideline. Third and two for Alabama now from the 37. They need the 35. Bama 40% today. Four of ten in third down conversions. Dial is in motion. Upchurch gets the handoff. He won't be anywhere near the needed yardage. He won't even get to the line of scrimmage because West Brown held everybody up and Dan Williams made the tackle. And now that was a big play right there because you are uh, outside of field goal range for Lee Tiffin and P.J. Fitzgerald is going to have to come in for the second punt for him today. Dennis Rogan is deep. Well, Tennessee had penetration on that third and two, and that was a game plan call all the way. Yeah. Uh, Kiffin made the slant of the defensive line, stops Alabama, and they're going to opt to punt here. Kicks in the air, a high, high punt. Rogan lets it go, and it's going to sail into and out of the end zone. Drake Kirkpatrick was there for Bama, but he couldn't do anything with it. It'll go in the books as a 40-yard punt and the touchback. So we've got 11.07 to go in the third. Alabama on top 9-3. The balls with the ball. One wide out right. Two to the left. Jones now in motion. Hand off. No. It's a play action fake. Crompton rolls. Jones makes the grab. He's got the first down. Out across the 34 to the 35-yard line. First down for the Tennessee Volunteers on that play action fake with Jones, the man in motion. Well, that's that play action bootleg we were talking about all game long they finally get Crompton out on the perimeter he hits the receiver sets up a 15 yard gain and that that is what keeps Crompton afloat are these bootlegs sprint yeah. out tight passes Nico Johnson is in for Marquise Johnson Bryce Brown the single setback on a first and ten balls in their own 35 the toss back to Brown nice blocking up the middle pick up of three on the play to the 38 Justin Woodall comes shooting through to trip him up. Bryce Brown, true freshman, appearing in only his seventh ball game. And as you said, the top prospect out of Tennessee, and some say one of the top prospects out of all of high school last year. He's kind of the outside version. Hardesty is the inside version in terms of the way they play the two running backs. Second and eight, balls from their own 37. Bama leads 9-3. Five minutes into the third quarter. Quick throw screen, right side. Do they turn it upfield? McLean gets there to grab Marcellus Teague from behind and pull him down short of the first down. The play does pick up six. 
So it's going to be third down and a long two. Well, they go four wide receivers and empty the backfield and try to get receivers matched up on linebackers in the slots and put the running backs outside. Sets up third and two. Big down here again, looking for that three and out and get off the field. The big tight end, the second string guy at 6'8", 260. Jeff Cottom is in on the third and two. The give, Hardesty, no. He's going to be short up the middle. He'll be short by a yard. He gets a yard. He needed two. Lorenzo Washington and Terrence Cody were good in the resistance for Alabama defensively with Rolando McLean finishing it off. And now they're going to go for it, the Volunteers will, on fourth down. They are 6 of 10. 60% on the year. Well, this is a gutsy call by Lane Kiffin, backed up on his own end, fourth and one. Bama's got to hold their water. The quarterback keeper up the middle, he's got it. They didn't even try to mess with Bama on the change of cadence and draw him off. They just did the quick snap on the first sound and Crompton followed the big guys for the first down. Yeah, as you say, Eli, it went straight to the line. No messing around with the snap cut or anything. Just go for the for the yard marker. And Crompton at 6'5", 6'4", 230 pounds. He leans forward and gets the first. Hardesty, the setback. First and 10, balls from their own 41. Eight and a half remaining in the third. Bama by six. The give Hardesty up the middle, spins across the midfield logo, stays on his feet, and he'll pick up seven. A whirling Dervis finding openings in the Bama defense, and he picks up seven on the play. Well, Hardesty does not have tremendous open field speed, but he's very quick and durable, a rugged back on the inside, and you pointed out he's a spinner. He'll hit and bounce off contact and spin. He's a downhill runner, and he's been very effective this year for Tennessee. Josh Chapman is in at the nose for Terrence Cody. Bryce Brown is the setback. Two wides to the right, one to the left. On a second and a couple, tight end Stalker in motion as a lead blocker. Handoff Brown, he gets a, gets a first down despite being in the grasp of Mark Barron. He's down to the 41-yard line. And Tennessee now very machine-like as they march down the field. 7.42 remaining in the third quarter. Alabama leads 9-3. The eighth play of the drive for Tennessee upcoming here as Kevin Cooper, the fullback, leaves, being replaced by another man, Austin Johnson, who checks in. Johnson in the slot. Single setback balls. Now they're in the eye. Hardesty the tailback. Jones in motion. Looking right. Throwing out of the backfield to Johnson. The fullback makes the grab inside the 40. Down to the 38-yard line. Gets six on the play. It'll be a second down and four. That's what this West Coast offense does to you. They try to shuttle players in and out. They substitute a lot on every down. They mix up their formations. That time, they were really in an unbalanced look. They come play action and hit a, a fullback out in the flat for positive yardage. Right now, they've got a little bit of a rhythm going, Tennessee does. Second and six from the Bama 38. 9-3 Alabama, 6.43 to go in the third. Man in motion is Teague to the left. Handoff Hardesty up the middle. Fights down to the 35-yard line. It'll be third and a couple from there. Josh Chapman and Rolando McLean stopping him that time. Yeah, again, Hardesty, a good tackle-to-tackle runner on the on the inside of the defense. Bryce Brown is the change-up guy in terms of the quickness and acceleration. 
two of seven in third down conversions of the balls. No doubt in four down territory. Looking at a third and three from the 35. Wides either way. Hardesty the tailback. He'll get the handoff. He comes up the middle and is picking up the first down as he gets to the 30-yard line. Ontario Hardesty, who against Alabama last year was only eight carries for 12 yards, is having himself a day here today. Well, I've used the word downhill a couple of times. You see, he just does not get knocked backwards. Everything's going forward with him. So the Tennessee line getting a, a bit of a push on Alabama right now. And this is where Alabama's defense has picked up the slack all year. They tighten it down once teams penetrate the 30-yard line. Volunteers have run for 61 yards today. Cooper and Brown are in the eye. First and 10, Tennessee from Bama's 31. Faking the two gives. Keeping it as Crompton rolls and throws over Cooper's shoulder. The fullback out near the 17 and complete. Faking a give to two men on the move. And then the overthrow of his fullback, Kevin Cooper, who was looking for his 10th catch of the year. Very typical of an offensive coach like Lane Kiffin. You cross the 40, the 35, and this is that area where you take the shot with a trick play. They try to bring a reverse, fake a reverse, hit the back down the sideline on a wheel route. And Crompton, thank goodness he's not accurate because he had his man open for just a brief second. 12th play of the drive, a six-minute drive. Now, with Bama pressuring, Crompton is being sacked on a second down. Javier Arenas comes charging in and puts him down all the way back at the 45-yard line. It'll lose 13 yards officially. Nice time for the big sack by Javier Arenas. Well, what a great call by Kirby Smart and, and Nick Saban. Tennessee goes to the well. That bootleg pass, they bring Javier Arenas off the corner from the field. An absolute perfect call for that situation, and a big sack sets yeah. up almost an impossible third and 21. Gets them way out of field goal range. They are three of eight in third down conversions. Here's the third and 21 from the 45-yard line, and there's a penalty for delay of game. The The crowd contributing to that delay penalty as the balls couldn't communicate. And it's another five yards. Prior to the snap, delay of game, offense. Five-yard penalty, still third down. And the fans giving themselves a nice round of applause, as they should. I can't say enough about that last play call where Tennessee's going to run the boot. And the corner, Javi Arenas is totally out of Crompton's radar. And boom, as soon as Crompton comes out of the play fake, Javi's right there on the spot for the sack. So now it is third and 26. Fans are up again. Football is at Bama's 47. Teague in motion. Once more, Crompton trying to audible, this time using hand signals. Gets the snap. Drops back and swings it out on the screen to the left side. Hardesty, he will lose more yardage. Back to their own side of the 50, a loss of three. Eric Anders doing a great job containing things for Kareem Jackson, who made the tackle. Yeah, Tennessee tried to run what they call a read screen where the offensive line releases out to their left side. They throw it to the back on a swing-type pass. They hit Hardesty, but the Bama pursuit too, just too much. And that, that sequence will, will, be, will define this game, that sequence right there, a big sack by Javi Arenas. Now Bama has two return men back in the punt formation. 
Javier Arenas and Julio Jones. The punt from Chad Cunningham. It is not pretty. Javi's got it from the 20. Stutter step move, cuts back, cuts left out to the 25, and is put down there. But Alabama showing a bit of a different look with two men deep to field the punt. A 33-yard kick. Bama will start from the 25-yard line when play resumes. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. Golden Triangle Regional Airport in Columbus, Mississippi is proud to be a partner with University of Alabama Athletics. During this trying time, we hope Crimson Tide fans are following proper social distancing protocol to ensure a return to normal activities very soon. When the time comes and it's safe to travel again, we hope you'll consider Golden Triangle Regional Airport as your hub to access the world. For more information, check us out at gtra.com. Stay healthy and roll tide. Even if we don't meet in person, Regions is still here for you. We make it easier for you to stay informed and in control with online and mobile banking. You can check balances, transfer money, pay bills, deposit checks with Regions Mobile Deposit, and even set up helpful alerts no matter where you are. We're here to make it easier to bank your way. Learn more at regions.com slash tools. Regions Bank member FDIC. Thank you, Alabama fans, for your continued support of Golden Flake potato chips, pork rinds, cheese puffs, and our great-for-dipping tortillas. We are dedicated to making our product available to you and your family now more than ever. So we hope you'll continue to celebrate Alabama championships with your favorite bag of Golden Flake champion chips. Experience the simple southern goodness of Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. We welcome you back inside the Charter Business Broadcast booth here in Tuscaloosa. Sold out Bryant Denny Stadium as per usual. Alabama leading by a score of 9-3. to three. Let me remind you that if you are interested in doing so, you can go to mycokerewards.com and get all the details on how you can see the Crimson Tide and Coach Nick Saban in a bowl game. It is all at mycokerewards.com. Downstairs now to our Cook's Pest Control sideline reporter, Barry Krause. Hey, you got to enjoy, uh, you know, uh, Nick Saban, not only the head coach, but also works with the defensive backs. Well, he's right now in front of the defensive backs, and he's helping them try to figure out or make the correct adjustments to Tennessee's uh, changes in their shifts in their formation. So Nick Saban, not only head coach, but coming over and inspiring these defensive backs and trying to help them out. Now, Bama's going with the Bobcat formation again. The quarterback is off the field. You've got three tight ends and the extra wide out. The direct snap will go to Mark Ingram. First and 10, Bama from their own 27. Again, the quarterback is off. The Bobcat formation. Ingram gives to Richardson, comes near side, gets around two men, 
breaks a tackle from a third, gets out of bounds, and then there's a late hit at the 31, but there is no flag there. But the pickup out to the 31, it'll be four yards on the play for Richardson. In this modern era of football, it's so rare to see an, an offense and a defense where basically in one frame, all 22 players are there. Alabama tries to run that fly sweep with Trent Richardson getting to the edge. And this Tennessee linebacking core is too fast to go east and west. You've got to go right at them. McElroy back in the lineup as Mays and Hanks go wide left, Julio Jones wide right. Here's McElroy looking, looking. Everybody's covered. He rolls right and throws to Julio, and he makes the grab at the 36-yard line, short of the first down by a yard. Dennis Rogan was the man covering, and Julio comes down with a nice grab. But again, short of the first down, it'll be third and about a yard, maybe even a yard and a half. I said that's an excellent play, though, by Greg McElroy. Tennessee had dropped their defensive end off on a fire zone where they were bringing pressure from the field. The defensive end dropped and was right in the vision of Greg McElroy. The previous play is under further review. So they're going to go to the replay here and see whether Julio made the uh, catch, number one. And if he did, was he in bounds, number two? And we'll find out with Alabama leading 9-3, two minutes and 50 seconds, 2-5-0, remaining in this rapidly played third quarter. We'll take a look at the replay here. Watching the pass, Julio has the ball and one foot in. So where I come from, that's good. A closer look. I think he's going to get that call. Yeah. I don't think there's enough there to overturn that. But McElroy avoided the throw he pumped because yeah. the defensive end appeared in his face. Then he was able to step around. And Julio kept himself alive and goes over and catches a ball low on the sideline. And hopefully there's not enough there to overturn it. After further review, the ruling on the field is confirmed. It is a catch, third down. Yeah, that was a pretty clear-cut look. Again, in college, if you're not familiar, one foot in is sufficient. In the pros, you've got to get two. That would not have been a good catch in the NFL, but it works just fine and dandy here today. Thank you. All right, so Williams, Smelly, and Dial are now in. Three tight ends. A push up the middle, needing a yard. McElroy just keeping it. And he should have the first down, almost impossible not to get it when you needed that little yardage on a third and a teeny bit. They stopped the clock while everybody on piles. And now we're, oh, they're going to say fourth down. They're going to say fourth down. And Bama is going to uh, punt it away. Dennis Rogan is deep. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, third and one quarterback sneak. You try to wedge it forward, and, and Bama didn't get the kind of movement you need to, to get that yardage. So P.J. Fitzgerald comes on and needs a big punt here. Rogan standing back at his own 27-yard line. The balls had just wrapped up a 14-play seven minute 40 second drive now pj's punt rogan says fair catch and he makes a catch up high standing at the 21 yard line a 43 yard punt fitzgerald averaging 42 and a half on the season first and 10 tennessee from their own 21 bama leads 9-3 jones in motion crompton gives to hardesty comes left 
picks up a yard as he goes left side. Tennessee breaks the huddle, comes to the line of scrimmage, looking at a second and nine from their own 22. Cooper, the fullback, goes wide right as a receiver. A minute 30 to go in the third quarter. Crompton, straight drop, looks left, fires, it's caught by Jones. He's put down by Kareem Jackson after a pickup of four. It'll be a third down upcoming, third and about four for the Tennessee Volunteers. Yeah, Tennessee and their regular personnel spreads out. They take the tight end, move him up the field, and then the outside receiver goes up underneath that for a quick throw for Jonathan Crompton. Six defensive backs now for Alabama with a minute five to go until the third quarter is done. Wideouts and the tight end stalker are wide. The Vols three of nine and third downs. Here's a third and five. From their own 25, quick screen right side. Caught there, running down the right sideline, first down. It's Marcellus Teague making the grab. Mar Marquise Johnson finally runs him out of bounds, but they're always able to come up with a play on third down. That's been a key to them today, Tennessee. Yeah. I tell you, third and five there, they take the slot receiver and they run him on a little bubble pass. It's a very simple throw for Crompton. He gets it into the receiver's hands. The outside receivers do a good job blocking downfield. Bama unable to get off the block. And the Tennessee receiver takes it around the perimeter for a first down. From their own 39, first and 10. 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. Wide out is in motion. Crompton fakes on play action to Brown. Loads up and throws wide open as a man. It's Moore at the 40, 35, 30. Goes forward and he's down at the 29-yard line. Kareem Jackson catching him from behind a pickup of 31. And a big first down for Tennessee. Well, credit the Tennessee offensive line. They've been able to run the ball a little bit, but they set up the play action, and that takes so much time that Kareem Jackson unable to stay with the dig route and a good throw by Crompton. Down to the final nine seconds of the quarter. Tennessee will not run another play. 9-3 Bama after three, but the balls are threatening. You're reliving history. More of this classic college game next from Learfield IMG College. You hear a lot today about the Bama factor. Well, what exactly is it? It's a saying that Coach Saban uses constantly. It's actually what the program is built on. Commitment, discipline, effort, toughness, and pride. Well, at Dex Imaging, we believe in these same principles. To be the very best we can be, day in and day out. So for all of your business office solutions, put Dex Imaging to work for you. Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider of Alabama Athletics. Crimson Tide fans, gear up for the season at Academy Sports and Outdoors. From jerseys and hats to grills and tents, Academy Sports and Outdoors has everything you need for game day for less. Visit any of the many convenient locations in Alabama or shop online at academy.com. That's academy.com. Academy Sports and Outdoors, official sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Baumhauer's Victory Grill is open with a new pick-me-up menu for online ordering. It's easy to schedule your pickup at your nearest location on Baumhauer's.com, where the pick-me-up menu has items up to 50% off with family meals as low as $5 per person. Gooey fries, black and white chicken, even our legendary wings. And don't miss our new Gabby's Just Wing It drive through featuring our wings and fries combos at legendary prices. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food. 
Payless Drugs is open and serving the Birmingham metro area with drive through and home delivery options at all locations. Payless Drugs provides families with everything they need from prescriptions, immune boosters, over-the-counter needs, nutrient depletion supplements, and more. Call our team at Payless with your needs and we'll notify you when it's ready. Payless values our customers' good health and Payless Drugs delivers right to your door if needed. Visit MyNewPharmacy.com today to make life easier with Payless Drugs. From Learfield IMG College, this is a classic college game. Tennessee Volunteers, while you were away on the commercial break, got into a giant huddle. The whole team across the way began jumping up and down like jumping jacks. Now they're going to the other end of the field, and they're heading right into the teeth of the Alabama student section. First and ten, balls from the Bama 30. Crompton, give to Brown, nothing. He'll lose a couple of yards. Bryce Brown running into Javier Arenas and others who came along. Lorenzo Washington stayed home to help put that play away. Well, Javi's at his left corner position, and they have dialed up a corner blitz a number of occasions today, and every time they've called it, He's hit somebody in the backfield, whether it was the runner or the quarterback. Second down and 11 from the Bama 31. The tide leads 9-3 as we begin the fourth quarter. Backs are in the eye. Cooper is ahead of Brown. Here now the give. Brown finds a hole left side. Johnson is there with Woodall. They can't slow him down until he picks up eight and is down to the 22-yard line. It'll be a third and a couple from there. Yeah, they ran their slide draw with the fullback leading Bryce Brown found a gap and then Justin Woodall came up and really was not under control and, yeah. and Brown slipped the tackle for an extra four or five yards setting up this third and two. Brown leads, Hardesty is in, Tennessee four of ten in third down conversions. Here's a third and two from the 22 of Alabama. Crompton pointing with his right hand, directing traffic. Jones in motion towards the formation. On the give. Johnson makes the grab, but not before a first down is earned by Hardesty. Or is he? Depending on the spot, let's see where they say his knee hit. Wow. It's going to be short. They're going to say his knee hit short of the 20-yard line. Lane Kiffin doesn't like that worth a darn across the way. Obviously in four-down territory, so they're going for it. Remember earlier, they came rushing to the line of scrimmage. And Crompton just went up the middle. Now Crompton, with 12 seconds on the clock, comes to the huddle. 10, 9, 8, they break the huddle. 7, 6, 5, gather to the line. 4, 3, they get the snap. Crompton, second effort, gives him a first down. Didn't make it the first time, but he slid left. Went forward, and second effort gave him the first down to the 19. Yeah, on the third down run. Bama gets them stopped. They get a favorable spot. And then Crompton at 6'4", 230 pounds. He was stopped initially, but he found just enough of a spot to fall forward and convert that first down. Bama crowding the line in every gap up front. This is the ninth play of this drive after that 14-play drive a little bit ago. First and 10 for the 19. Bama leads 9-3 early fourth quarter. Crompton under center, and a flag is down. A flag on the far sideline is down. 11 men on the field. Dead ball, full start. The offense, five-yard penalty. Still first down. Apparently somebody was in there setting and went to moving. 
Well, that's a big penalty in favor yeah. of Alabama. Five there, it knocks him back. Five yards here may as well be a half a mile because first and 15 puts all the advantage into Alabama's favor. Football is at the 24-yard line of the Crimson Tide. 12-22 to go in the ball game. Bama leads 9-3. Field goals, all we've seen. Tiffin from 38, 50, and 22. Lincoln from 24. Here now, hardest he give. Spins forward, never goes down, stays on his feet inside the 20 to the 17-yard line. Montario Hardesty finally put down by Mark Barron, but with all those spinning moves, his knee never hit. His hand went down, but you can keep on trucking as long as your knee's not down. Well, I think we would agree. He's been the toughest, most physical runner that we've seen all year, and uh, this is a guy that's got tremendous desire, and he's had a good year for Tennessee, and he's put this team on his back here in the third quarter and now into the fourth. Bryce Brown is in, hardest to the bench. Second down and eight from the Bama 17. Play clock at three as they get the snap away to Brown. He runs up the middle. McLean is there, grabs him. It'll be a gain of a yard. There's a flag down. There is a flag down. We'll see exactly if they call one of the Sullen brothers for holding. They are. Either Corey or Cody Sullens. Eli, if you put the twins together, still not as big as uh, Terrence Cody in no. there. Holding, 69 offense, 10-yard penalty. Repeat second down. Corey Sullins, the guilty party. Eight games with a couple of starts. Now three starts counting today in his collegiate career. And that mark off a biggie back outside the 25 to the 27-yard line. Second down from there. Well, again, look for something, a, a positive kind of play for Tennessee, some kind of screen, uh, an easy throw for Crompton just yeah. to cut the yardage in half here. A swing pass to somebody out of the backfield. We've seen that today as Crompton looks, waits. Here comes pressure. He is tripped up, doesn't go down, then loads up and throws, and it's Woodall over the top, knocking it away from the intended receiver, Denarius Moore, at the 15-yard line. Wow, what a big play for Justin Woodall. Well, again, Alabama dials up a double corner blitz. They get Crompton dead to rights. He breaks the contain. But when you take that kind of chance, you need play from the back end, and Justin Woodall comes over the top and knocks the ball away. Tremendous job by the corners and Woodall in playing great team defense. It'll be third down and 16. Newkees Richardson, wide right. Three on the play clock. Two, one. They do not get it off. Is timeout taken by the offense? Yes, Tennessee calls time. There's also a flag on the ground, but the timeout preceded the flag. Timeout, Tennessee. The first time out of the half. Lane Kiffin, the coach, makes the call and will break away. 10.49 to go in the game. Bama up 9-3. It's a nail-biter. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. Here's to the original social media. Here's to the original white beer. It's Miller time. 
Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. The original social media since 1975. Miller Lite can be enjoyed at any time and is better enjoyed offline, preferably by three or more friends at a bar. To experience Miller Time, call a buddy right now. In fact, call two. You can do that by using the numbers next to the hashtag on your phone. We used to call it a pound sign. Once you've called your friends, there's no need to look at your phone, not even to see the time. I'll tell you what time it is. It's Miller Time. Hey, do any of you Bama fans work with commercial trucks? What do you do to keep them rolling? Well, I'd get Snyder Fleet Solutions on the job. Snyder provides tire and mechanical service for some of the biggest fleets in the country from 80 locations, including five right here in Alabama. If you haven't seen what Snyder can do, it's time. Whether you've got one truck or 200, check them out at SnyderFleet.com. Have you priced a new John Deere tractor lately? SunSouth John Deere has a full line of affordable lawn and tractor equipment this season. SunSouth John Deere has an affordable roster for everyone, from riding mowers to utility vehicles and lots of tractors. Stop by any of the 21 locations across Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia, or visit sunsouth.com to find out what is right for you. Any budget, any project, SunSouth has you covered. Proud to be the preferred tractor equipment dealer of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Everwood Treatment Company is wood treated right. Everwood is the most technologically advanced pressure treated wood available. That means no rotting, no decay, no problems. Just wood treated right. Everwood is your treated wood source and the official pressure treated lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. If you're looking to add or replace decks, outdoor structures, or commercial jobs, choose Everwood for wood treated right. If you need it, we'll get it to you. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. From Learfield IMG College, you're listening to a classic college game. When play resumes, Tennessee will be looking at a third and 18 football at the Bama 27. In the last 13 minutes of playtime off the clock, Alabama's had exactly three snaps on offense. But, Phil, the defense does not look like they're tired or laboring. Even the big guys are not standing there with their hands on their hips, uh, huffing and puffing. Well, again, I think it goes to the depth of this Bama defense. Uh, Josh Chapman getting some reps now. Chavis Williams in there at left defensive end. All right, a third and 18 from the 27. Middle fourth quarter, Bama up by six. Crompton looks left, looks in the middle, directs traffic, looks right and unloads it off the chest of Hardesty, incomplete at the 30. He just dumped it to get away from everybody. And in is going to come the Tennessee Vol field goal unit. Well, that's a huge stop for the Bama defense, thanks in part to these penalties by Tennessee. But they were going to try to run double slants and hit a guy on the run. Bama covered it up. Crompton got flushed, has to really throw it away. And now we look at a field goal. A 43, nearly a, let's call it 44 officially. 44 yards from Lincoln, who missed earlier today from 47. Made one from 24. Kick is blocked. Blocked by Alabama's Terrence Cody. The big guy comes up huge. The big guy comes up massive. Terrence Cody blocks the punt. And Alabama, or excuse me, blocks the field goal. And Alabama's got the football in business with 10.33 to go in the ball game. Well, Terrence Cody gets tremendous push right up the chute and probably somewhat of a low kick as well because it was from 43 yards. 
Big block. That's almost like a turnover. Now this Bama offense has had its hands on the ball for six total plays. They got to go out here and give this defense a break and move the football. What a great job. Bama with the block. All right, Alabama now. Middle of the fourth quarter. 10.33 to go. We'll go without a quarterback here. They will run the Bobcat formation. That means McElroy is on the bench. An extra wide receiver is in. Ingram will get the direct snap. From their own 37, Ingram delays, looks, sees an opening up the middle for three yards to the 40-yard line. Now, Bama would like to take about 10 minutes and 23 seconds off the clock and be done with it. But Tom Roberts just said jokingly, but it's a fact, too. He said, well, we know the, the offense is well-rested. They're not tired. They've been on the bench well, I, near the whole second I, uh, half. I noticed during while the defense was out there, some of the offensive players started to work on the sideline, throw the ball, and get warm warmed up, up yeah. again because they really you take the half and six plays and you can definitely cool off in this temperature. McElroy is back in. Trent Richardson to run. Smelly, the tight end in motion. Two wides right, one left. McElroy loads up, finds Smelly, near side, first down catch. Out to the 50-yard line, and out of bounds he goes. Rico McCoy forcing Brad Smelly out after his fourth reception of the year. Well, Brad Smelly's an accomplished receiver for Alabama, and he can do some things in their passing attack. That time he goes down, runs about an eight-yard out, and Greg McElroy puts the ball out there, and it's a first down Alabama. Seven catches last year for 98 yards as a true freshman for Smelly. Here's second, excuse me, here's first and ten from the midfield straight. Richardson splits wide right, an empty backfield. Three right, two to the left. McElroy calls his own number, runs up the middle, 45, east of the 40, and he goes down under the weight of the volunteer defense to the 37, a 12-yard run. Jansen Jackson was the man who makes the tackle, calling his own number from the get-go was McElroy. Yes, that was a design play, and that's a new wrinkle for Alabama. They motion Trent Richardson out of the backfield, go empty, and then run a quarterback draw for Greg McElroy. His longest run of the year. He had had a nine-yard scamper, if you call it that, against Virginia Tech. This was for 12. Now first and 10, Bama from the Volunteer 38. With Mays and Julio Jones wide right, you've got Williams and Dial to the near side out of the pistol formation. Handoff Richardson comes left, cannot break the hold of a defender, loses a couple back to the 40, maybe even the 41-yard line. LaMarcus Thompson, the strong side linebacker, was holding on for dear life. Well, this Tennessee defense, as we pointed out all day long, they put eight defenders in the box. Eric Berry gets a lot of the attention, but these other guys can play pretty good, too, and LaMarcus Thompson is one of them. You know, after early in the game, we've not really mentioned Eric Berry's name much today. Here's a second and 12, Bama, from the ball 40. 8.15 to go in the game. The tide's up 9-3. McElroy, shotgun, looks right, finds Hanks on a screen. But Darius breaks outside of a man, gets underneath another man or two, and does not get out of bounds. He'll pick up a couple of yards on the play, maybe three yards, pending the spot when he went out. And it'll be a third down upcoming in about nine. He went around Art Evans. Franzen Jackson finally put him down. It is third and nine coming up. Yeah, they try to set up that flash screen, a quick screen to Darius Hanks, and he really needs to take that ball inside. Once you try to break outside, none of your blocking is out there, and Art Evans is able to corral him in. But this is a big third and nine. 
third and eight situation for Alabama and, and Greg McElroy. Bama four of 12 in third down plays. Up Church is in. 7.25 to go in the game. McElroy looks, has time, finds Up Church across the middle. He runs into the umpire. He runs into the umpire and is denied the first down. He turned around and ran into the umpire, Wally Huff. And that will deny Upchurch a chance to get the needed yardage for the first down. And nobody feels worse than the umpire. But sometimes that stuff happens. Well, Bama had been in that bunch set, and, and Greg McElroy couldn't get the ball down the field, so he drops it off to Roy Upchurch, runs in the umpire, and now Tiffin looking for the 50-yard field goal again. He, he had a 50-yarder in the second quarter going to our left. The snap by Brian Selman. The hold, P.J. Fitzgerald. Kick is low. Does it have enough juice? Yes, it does! Oh, it barely made it. But barely is good enough when it's Alabama and Tennessee. The tide is up 12-3. 6.31 to go in the ball game. You're reliving history. More of this classic college game next from Learfield IMG College. So, any homeowners in the audience? Yeah? Okay, all right, get this. The other day, my wife and I went shopping for a new home. You know, a place for the kids to, I don't know, grow up. And we didn't even bother to get pre-qualified. <laughs> If you shop for a home without getting pre-qualified, people might just assume it's a big joke. Fortunately, Trustmark can get you pre-qualified for just the right amount and help you close on your dream home when you find it. Connect with a loan officer at Trustmark.com mortgage. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. A pre-qualification is not a commitment to lend. Thank you, Alabama fans, for your continued support of Golden Flake potato chips, pork rinds, cheese puffs, and our great-for-dipping tortillas. We are dedicated to making our product available to you and your family now more than ever. So we hope you'll continue to celebrate Alabama championships with your favorite bag of Golden Flake champion chips. Experience the simple southern goodness of Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. You ever see a stranger and know immediately that they were family? Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Earn your degree from the University of Alabama online and become part of a worldwide family. Through Bama by Distance, you'll feel an instant connection. Our student services will guide you from admission to financial assistance to graduation, helping you whenever you need it. Because that's how you treat family. Visit bamabydistance.ua.edu. That's bamabydistance.ua.edu. And rise with the tide. At Window World of Alabama, their motto is the same as it was when they began in 1995. Provide superior products installed by professional craftsmen at guaranteed low prices. It's no wonder that Window World has grown to become America's largest window replacement company. They take pride not only in the quality of their products, but in the service and care they give you from the start of a job to its completion and beyond. Call Window World of Alabama for your free in-home estimate at 205-916-2189 or visit windowworldalabama.com. Window World, simply the best for less. From Learfield IMG College, welcome back to this classic college game. Welcome back, everybody. Well, one blocked field goal, another made field goal, and it was made by maybe an inch or two. Maybe an inch or two. Just got across the crossbar. The Rolex Bromberg scoring drive, seven plays, 31 yards in four minutes and two seconds. Alabama leads 12-3. to 
the uh, interesting thing is, well, number one, Bama wants to score. They want to score touchdowns. That's obvious. But Bama now has not allowed a touchdown in its last three games. The last TD to be scored against the Tide was by Kentucky in the fourth quarter of that game. They didn't give up a touchdown the rest of the way, nor against Ole Miss, nor against South Carolina, and thus far not against Tennessee. So the good news is you don't give up touchdowns, you don't have to score touchdowns, but Bama needs to start scoring some touchdowns. Well, and this is the script that people predicted for Alabama during the preseason yeah. and over the summer, that they were going to ride this strong defense in the kicking game, and lo and behold, we get in the SEC, Lee Tiffin makes 250 yarders, Bama blocks a kick, the Tennessee kicker misses the other, and now looking at a 12-3 lead makes it a two-score game, and Alabama now in control. Let's see if they can squeeze the life out of this big orange uh, here with six minutes left in this football game. Squeeze the life out of the big orange, or the pits, or whatever you want to squeeze out of the big orange. David Oku and Nukis Richardson are deep. Oku on the near side will backpedal to the goal line. He's coming back with it to the 10 to the 15, 20. Cuts outside. Dre Fitzpatrick gets him and puts him down across the 30 to the 33-yard line. So Dre Kirkpatrick stopping that run back at the 32-yard line. First and 10, Tennessee with 6.23 remaining in the game. Bama leads 12-3. Crompton under center, looks right, throws, Reamer knocks it away, and nearly it's intercepted by Marquise Johnson, but he couldn't. Luke Stocker, the intended receiver, Reamer knocked it away, and it was so tantalizingly close to Marquise Johnson, who wanted the pick, but he couldn't get it. You know, before we get into this drive too much, Alabama has risen to the occasion every time there's been a crunch series this entire season. Bama gets them stopped, blocks the field goal, goes down and kicks one of their own, and uh, just remarkable resilience by this Alabama team. Two wides left and two wide right. Second and 10 balls in their own 33. Bama leads 12-3. Quick throw, Crompton left side. Screen pass caught by Teague. He gets out across the 35 to the 38 before Javier Arenas makes the stop. It'll set up a third down in about five for the Volunteers as back in come Lorenzo Washington. And Chavis Williams, the junior from Dora, who was a reserve last year, big on special teams, getting a lot of playing time here today instead of Courtney Upshaw. Third and five from the 39. Under center is Crompton. Defense digs in. Pressure off the corners. Crompton's pass deflected. This time it was Marcel Darius who gets his big meat hook up there and knocks it away. The sophomore from Huffman doing his part. I'll well, tell you, between he and Cody up front, it's a load to deal with. They really have. And going back to when Joe Namath was with us earlier, he talked about to win these games in the NFL and big-time SEC football, you got to do it from the pocket. And Jonathan Crompton gets the ball batted away there, forces the punt. Let's, Big stop by Bama. Let's see if Chad Cunningham punts it here or if there's maybe a fake planned. Cunningham will punt it. 
It is a low kick. Javi gets it on three, four bounces. He's just going to let it roll. He's going to stay away from it. Even if it rolls all the way inside the five, Bama's going to have the football, and it is indeed downed by the Volunteers inside the five at the four-yard line with the roll, a 58-yard punt. 5.21 to go in the game. Bama 12, Tennessee 3. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. Even if we don't meet in person, Regions is still here for you. We make it easier for you to stay informed and in control with online and mobile banking. You can check balances, transfer money, pay bills, deposit checks with Regions Mobile Deposit, and even set up helpful alerts no matter where you are. We're here to make it easier to bank your way. Learn more at regions.com slash tools. Regions Bank member FDIC. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Thank you, Alabama fans, for your continued support of Golden Flake potato chips, pork rinds, cheese puffs, and our great-for-dipping tortillas. We are dedicated to making our product available to you and your family now more than ever. So we hope you'll continue to celebrate Alabama championships with your favorite bag of Golden Flake champion chips. Experience the simple southern goodness of Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Hey, Tide fans, it's time to watch the Alabama Crimson Tide roll. Whether you watch from home, at your tailgate, or in the stadium, you can enjoy the great taste of Ziegler Jumbo Franks, the official hot dog of the Crimson Tide. Alabama is a tradition of winning, and Ziegler has a tradition of great taste. Enjoy your Ziegler Jumbo Franks at home, at the tailgate, and now at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Ziegler Meats, a tradition of great taste for over 90 years. Pick them up at your local supermarket. From Learfield IMG College, you are listening to a classic college game. Welcome back, everybody. The Crimson Tide on top with the ball, leading 12-3. Why don't we go back and check out Phil's report card from our friends at Lowe's and the Senior Class Award. We'll do it right here and see how you did in your pregame guesstimates, Philbert. Well, we talked about defending the bootlegs and the, and the neckeds in Alabama. Tennessee's had one positive play out of five bootlegs and then the big sack Bama calls. We talked about quarterback production. Greg McElroy has been steady if unspectacular with 120 yards passing, a couple of key runs, and then the field position battle. Alabama, three of their field goals came when they had the ball at the 45, the 32, and the 37. So field position proved to be important in this game with five minutes plus left. All right, Bama now starting from their own three, first and ten. The gift to Ingram, he busts through into the secondary, and he gets a first down to the cross the 15 to the 17, and one man was hanging on to try and save the day. A 13-yard pickup for Ingram. Nicely done, thank you. Well, they get the ball in Mark Ingram's hands, and this is his time of the game. The last five, six minutes of almost every Bama win, he's been the key figure on offense, and 
you're going to see a heavy dose of Mark Ingram to close this thing out. Arch Evans was hanging on for dear life. He, if he lost a grasp, Ingram was gone. All right, first and 10 Alabama from their own 15-yard line inside five minutes to go. Bama leads 12-3. McElroy, Ingram, five more yards to the 20-yard line. Now the 21, they'll say, so a true five-yard pickup. 4.35 to go in the ballgame. Alabama is off next week, remember. No game next Saturday, and it comes at a good time. Eight solid weeks of football, plus the fall camp. The guys are ready for a breather. Well, I guarantee they're looking forward to that break, especially coming off a win against Tennessee, if they can hold it on and, and hold on to the football and keep giving it to Mark Ingram. Second and five from the 21. McElroy sends dial in motion. Give Ingram. Picks up a yard or two up the middle. Chris Walker, Montori Hughes, and others on hand to make the stop. Hughes, the true freshman from Murfreesboro, Timeout, Tennessee. Tennessee. Her second timeout of the half. And the volunteers take timeout number two of the half. Well, I'm sure you're going to want to talk about this one when it's done, aren't you? Stay tuned for the Crimson Tide postgame party presented by Bob Baumhauer's Wings Restaurant. Chris Stewart and Tyler Watts will be live taking your phone calls. The Crimson Tide postgame party right here on these same Crimson Tide Sports Network stations presented by Bob Baumhauer's Wings Restaurant. Swing on by. Check out the food, the service, great times at Bob's. Had a good steak. You ever have one of those steaks there? I had a steak the other day at Bob's Place, one of the great ribeyes, nicely steamed green broccoli, a salad. You're eating healthy, Eli. Yeah, my <laughs> system didn't know what the heck it was. What's this green stuff coming down? It was um, great. They do it right, though. You know, a lot of times you go and you get broccoli that looks like it's been dead a week. This is nice, fresh, green. It's all part of the great menu at Bob Baumhauer's Restaurant. Swing on by and check it out and enjoy the good times. You know, Eli, with four minutes left this game, you might ask, why did Tennessee take a timeout there? They're going to take the gamble yeah. that on third and four they can get Bama stopped and preserve a lot of clock, almost four minutes' worth, and try to, get, you know, get a score and get back into this game. So that's something, it's a decision a head coach has to make. Do you let the clock run down and save your timeouts for the very end, or do you go ahead and use them up and try to preserve the clock? This is a key down for Alabama to get this first down. If they do it, it sets up a chance to just run the clock exactly. and, and close this game out. Now you don't want to take a timeout to the locker room when it's done so you know they'll use their last one if Bama can convert here on uh, third down. But we'll wait and see. Remember, folks, if you want to keep up with all the doings from the University of Alabama Athletic Department, not just football, but basketball, gymnastics, you know, softball, everything, just uh, send the word TIDE, T-I-D-E, text it to 51234, and our friends at AT&T will start sending you Crimson Tide news as released by the Alabama Athletic Department. So do check it out. A great way to keep informed, along with, of course, listening to Tom every day on the Crimson Tide today, our daily five-minute update on Alabama sports. Just check your local station for the airtime in your area. Three tight ends for Bama on a third and four from their own 22. McElroy rolls right, looks, throws towards the open field, but Ingram had been bumped off the play, and the ball falls incomplete. 
at the 25-yard line. Well, Bama did an unbalanced line, try to motion Preston Dial. They, they call that a loop pass where they play fake it and get Greg out on the perimeter. But Tennessee defensed it, and that was the strategy they were hoping for. They get an incomplete pass, so yep. they get to keep the timeout in their pocket, get the clock stopped. So pretty good strategy there by UT. Fourth punt of the day. And there's Fitzgerald. He is roughed up. The punter is roughed up. The catch made by Dennis Rogan at the 45, his own. But there is a flag roughing the kicker. Thank you. Thank you. Personal foul roughing the kicker. 19 of the defense. 15-yard penalty for the previous spot. Automatic first down. All that coaching strategy goes out the window when you run into the punter. Just a terrible play and a great job by P.J. Fitzgerald, who's had an outstanding year, and that is a huge break for yeah. Bama, and that really should do it. And Chris Donald, the guilty party, and there wasn't even any protest on the part of the player, on the part of the Tennessee sidelines. That was one of those clear-cut calls. <laughs> P.J. Fitzgerald came off the field flexing his arms like a bodybuilders and you see the hit I took out there and I bounced up all right first and 10 Alabama from their own 37 yard line on the give Ingram left he comes breaks one tackle Rogan puts him down the ball came loose but I thought the play was dead the ball came loose the clock runs with three and a half to go Tennessee says they've got it timeout being indicated they, I bet you they're going to look at this one They'll say it is a turnover. I saw the ball come loose, but let's see. We watched the replay. The previous play is under further review. No, it is a... Ingram lost it on the way down. Ingram lost it on the way down, and uh, he did not get it back. It was uh, covered up by the defense's Eric Berry. Ingram was about, we'll see the replay again, he's about a foot off the ground, and the ball comes loose. And uh, it will be reviewed by the replay official, Ben Oldham, but regretfully it is going to go to the Volunteers. The ball will be out somewhere near midfield, so that's one good thing there. After review, the ruling on the field is confirmed. First down, Tennessee. I'm not mistaken. And for Mark Ingram, that is going to be the first time in 200 and let's see how many carries did he have today? 18. So 296 rushing attempts. The first time in 296 rushing attempts and 28 receptions that he has lost a fumble. 296 rushes since losing a fumble. So the Volunteers have it, first and 10, from the Bama, 44. Crompton fakes the throw left. Here comes pressure. Down he goes. That was Marcel Darius with sack number two of the ball game for Alabama. Well, they tried to throw, fake the bubble screen and then throw it down the field, and Marcel Darius, too much for one of the Sullins twins inside. Big sack, knocks Tennessee back. Now the Volunteers quickly to the line of scrimmage on a second down and long. 
backpedaling into his own side of the 50. A throw to Hardesty. Hardesty left side makes the grab. Hurdles two men. Is spun around and down at the 34-yard line. Short of the first down. It'll be third and a couple from there with 2.49 to go in the ball game. Well, Hardesty's had a couple positive gains on screens in previous games. He's dangerous out in space, but third and one here. Here now the give, left side, Bryce Brown. He is not going to get there. I think he ran right into the arms of Corey Reamer, who kept him away from the first down marker, or did he? No, they'll say he made it by an inch. Boy, I thought Corey Reamer had grabbed him and kept him in check. He did, but he just couldn't quite hold the ground and tie up Bryce Brown. First and 10 balls from Bama's 33. Rolling right, Crompton looks and throws. Catches made at the SEC logo at the 25 by Denarius Moore. Moore has been one of those rollout targets today for Crompton. Well, Luther Davis made the tackle. Yeah, they try to get away from the Bama pressure and get Crompton out on the edge and get a successful pass. Two minutes to go. Bama leading 12-3. Handoff up the middle. Firing forward that time. At the Vols get another first down inside the 20 to the 17. Bryce Brown picks up the needed yardage and then some. Remember, Alabama's not given up a touchdown since the fourth quarter of the Kentucky game. Vols quickly to the line of scrimmage with one timeout remaining. Crompton, the gift to Brown, loses yardage. Up the middle as Bama shoots the gap. Javier Arenas was there, and Tennessee will take their final timeout. Well, that's it. The third and final timeout of the half. That's a big uh, timeout there because Javi Arenas came blitzing off the slot, unblocked, and again, he's as disruptive in the backfield as he is as a corner out on the edge. But that was a huge play for Bama because now Tennessee has to use the timeout and obviously a negative yardage play. Bama leads 12-3, a minute 46 to go in the ball game. Don't forget, everybody, the Regions Bank fifth quarter show. And the Brian Foods locker room report, all coming up after the ball game. We'll talk to the coach. We'll talk to the players. All that is coming up as soon as the clock hits triple zeros. But Bama not only obviously wanting to win this game, but now the pride of the defense do not relinquish a touchdown, even though a touchdown and even a two-point conversion would not put Tennessee ahead. Bama just wants to keep this 12-3 pad and not allow anybody into that end zone. Right, and that, of course, goes back to that made 50-yard field goal. How big was that to go up by, by nine points? Of course, if Tennessee doesn't get it here on second and third down, they'll kick a field goal yeah. and then take their chances for an onside kick and see if they can get the ball back. One minute, 46 seconds remaining. Barry, what's the atmosphere like on the sidelines? Well, it's picking up a lot, but uh, Rolando McClain on that one screen got cut down. And, uh, you know, as a linebacker, you just don't let that happen, but it did. He got hit in the knee, and he's been limping around a little bit, and uh, but he's back up walking around. But it's critical that he's back in this lineup and stays in the lineup because he's the heart and soul of this defense. I'll tell you, though, the off week is going to come at a great time, Phil, because these guys have taken more than their lumps over these last uh, seven, now eight weeks of play. Well, you start off with Virginia Tech, yeah. and then you get into SEC play, and it is a physical, physical level of football, but 
They're not worried about the bye right now. No, They're worried no. about getting Tennessee out of the, keeping them out off the scoreboard. The Volunteers heading towards the Alabama student section to our right. Here's a second and 12. Football is at the Tides 18. Final two minutes, Crompton looks left, throws. It is caught far side by the tight end. Stocker makes the crab, and he is down to the 11-yard line. Luke Stocker with the grab to the 11. And again, a big tackle by Mark Barron because he kept him in bounds, and that clock continues to roll. A minute 28, a minute 27. Now third and five. Crompton looks underneath, throw, catch, Jones, touchdown. Gerald Jones. First touchdown Bama's given up in a long time. It's now 12-9 with the extra point to come. This will be... Of course, points off of turnovers as the Vols get this drive after the Mark Ingram fumble. Now the extra point try by Daniel Lincoln. Kick is on the way, and he is good. So the pass from Jonathan Crompton to Gerald Jones. The Rolex Bromberg scoring drive for Tennessee. Eight plays, 43 yards in two minutes and 10 seconds. And with the extra point, Alabama's lead is now 12 to 10. And Barry, time to get ready for the onside kick. Hey, Eli and Phil, how big was that block field goal now? When you think oh, about gosh, it, yeah. my gosh, you know, an opportunity here. And we've had those chances, but, you know, got to make it big. You've got to stop them, keep them out of the end zones. There's no excuse for the defense. You know, I know they've been out there all day, and it's tough offense, but you got to pick it up. you got to make some things happen. Unfortunately, it didn't get it done, but now it's crunch time, so now it's up to special teams to make something happen. Well, special teams have been huge in this game. When you go back to Alabama's made 50-yard field goals, yep. Tennessee's block kick, and now this game, the crux of it comes down to an onside kick here with a minute and 19 seconds left. I mean, this is the game right here on this kick. Now let's see who Bama has out there on the good hands team. Kareem Jackson is out there, Julio Jones, Corey Reamer, Darius Hanks, Brad Smelly, Rolando McClain, Justin Woodall, Mike McCoy, Michael Williams. Javier Arenas, of course, is deep. So Bama has the good hands team out there. Who are we missing? Preston Dial is out there now. And of course, Eli, a new rule put in in college this year, four guys have to be on either side of the kicker. Right. So the Tennessee can only put six on a side, but they'll loop the other guys over there as, as best they can to try and get this kick. Here's the onside kick. Ball is in the air, bouncing around. Tennessee's got it. Tennessee's got the football at the 41-yard line. Tennessee playing it perfectly. And with a minute 16 and no timeouts, it was recovered by Tennessee's Denarius Moore. And the balls recover the onside kick. Well, Lincoln popped the ball up off of one bounce. Alabama goes for it, doesn't get it. It actually hit the ground a second time. And the Tennessee defender on the sideline actually fielded the ball like a shortstop. And they get it back. All right, the balls get it back. They have no timeouts remaining. First and 10 from their own 41-yard line. We've got a minute 16 to go. Crompton looks, 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 and throws a one-hopper across 
the middle of the field, incomplete. He was hit by Eric Anders. He comes up wondering where a flag was. Well, Eric Anders, again, the coverage was there, so it gave Eric a chance to get corner pressure off the edge, and he was able to hit Crompton and, and force him to keep from getting anything on that pass. A minute 10 to go. Second down and 10, Tennessee from their own 41. The Vols recovering the onside kick. Alabama leads 12-10. Single setback. Wide outs, two to the right, one to the left. Tight end, Stocker in motion to the right of the formation. Rolling right, Crompton. He's got blocking. He throws near side. Catch is made, and out of bounds goes Gerald Jones. It'll be a catch to the Alabama 46-yard line. A minute two remaining in the ball game. No timeouts for Tennessee, all of them remaining for Alabama. Well, Tennessee, that time, they're going to take Crompton and try to work the perimeter of the defense. They know they have no timeouts left. But now at the 45, they can take some chances and throw it down the middle of the field because they can spike the ball. Alabama's got to get pressure on Crompton in the pocket. First and 10 from Bama's 45. Two wides to the left, including Moore, who was very wide left. Shotgun, there's a flag and movement at the line of scrimmage. Flags coming in at the point of the snap on a first and 10 from the 45-yard line. Referee Matt Austin. Before the snap, false start, 65 offense, five-yard penalty, still first down. Jock McClendon, the senior from Cleveland, Tennessee, who has played center, left guard, right guard. He's been a utility man over the years for the Vols on the offensive line. Guilty of the move. First and 15 from the 50-yard line. Everybody standing atop the Crimson Tide logo painted at midfield. Remember, a field goal is all they need. They need to get to the 32-yard line to get to Lincoln's range. Crompton throws left. Kareem Jackson tips it in the air. It comes down onto the grass incomplete. Kareem was there to tip the ball in the air. Then everybody, Woodall, Anders, McLean, all dove for it, couldn't come up with it. It is going to be 55 seconds remaining on the clock on a second and 15. Kareem Jackson read that slant, made an excellent play, knocked the ball up in the air, just can't quite get there. But as you point out, Eli, the 32-yard line around the mark for, for Lincoln to at least try a 50-yard field goal. So that's the goal line for Alabama's defense. Second and 15 from midfield. Last minute of the game, Bama by two. Crompton to throw, has protection, looks, throws. It's the tight end over the top inside the 30. Stocker at the 28-yard line. Luke Stocker at the 28, now in field goal range are the Tennessee Volunteers. Volunteers out of timeouts. They stop the clock while they move the chains. Crompton now under center. Single setback is Brown. Two wides left, one right hand off Brown. He's to the middle of the hash marks and goes nowhere. But he is squared up on the uprights now. Well, they ran double seam, meaning the tight end ran up the field and, and Crompton threw it, looped it over the Bama defender. And the Tennessee kick uh, tight end catches the ball and takes a big hit, a big shot. Holds on to the ball. It'll be a 45-yard field goal try. I assume all they'll do here is take the ball and move left a couple of inches 
and spike it down, they do. So with four seconds remaining, Bama's undefeated season has come down to this. A field goal try by Daniel Lincoln. Bama will not have another chance because the field goal will take the full scope of the time remaining. Of course, Bama does have all their timeouts, so you would expect one would be used here. Daniel Lincoln had one blocked earlier by Terrence Cody. He made a 24-yarder, missed a 44-yarder on the block. A 45-yarder for Tennessee to win it. Timeout, Alabama. Timeout, Alabama. The first time out of the half. It'll be a 30-second timeout. Daniel Lincoln from this distance this year is one of three. It is very simple. If the Vols make it, they win. If he does not make it, Alabama wins and remains undefeated. And, you know, we talked about it on the pregame, Phil, how good the Tennessee defense is. Well, we knew this was going to be a defensive struggle, and it proved to be that. And, again, it's come down to the kicking game. And Alabama has been on the plus side of that all afternoon. You just got to hope for one more play, one more stop for this Bama defense. The fans are cheering with that feeling in their stomach that's hard to explain. Morgan Cox will snap it. Graham Cannon will hold. Daniel Lincoln from 45 yards out to win it for the Volunteers. The snap, the spot. It's the kick is blocked! It's it blocked. is blocked by it's Alabama! Blocked. It is blocked by Alabama! The Crimson Tide wins! The Crimson Tide wins! The Crimson Tide wins! Terrence Cody, for the second time, I believe, got a piece of that one. The Crimson Tide wins, and Bama remains undefeated! This has been a classic college game on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Crimson Tide Sports Network.